0: On this episode of the Minnesota Rundown, we bring on Eric Nordquist, a.k.a. Nordo, producer of the 9 to Noon Show with Paul Allen on KFan to discuss fantasy football, including the Twin Cities Fantasy Football League, the Vikings' atrocious game against the Colts, as well as some other highlights around the league, the Twins' clinching a postseason spot, the release of Koivu in the stall trade. We discuss our social simps and give her boom and busts. All that and more on the Minnesota Rundown. Hey!
1: This is the Minnesota Rundown presented by
2: 10,000 Takes
1: 10,000 10, 10, Takes featuring JJ the best damn journalist who ever do it 10,000 Takes and Bossman who runs the fucking company
0: 10,000 Takes 10,000 Takes
1: This is the Minnesota Rundown presented by
2: 10,000 Takes 10,000 Takes 10,
0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Minnesota Rundown presented by 10,000 Takes. I am, of course, the greatest journalist to ever do it until I'm not. Journalist Jake, go by JJ, joined by Bossman, Zooch today, but we have a very special guest joining us. We have Eric Norquist, aka Nordo, (laughs) producer on the Nine Inch Noon Show with Paul Allen on KFAN Radio. Nordo, how's it going? Thank you so much for joining us
3: today. No, thanks for having me, guys. This is awesome. Uh, I believe I've I've talked with you guys once before, uh, but today is a new day in my basement, enjoying a beverage and trying to forget about the last couple of weeks of Vikings football. Well, that's the way to do it. And
2: Nordo, too. To your credit, um, you were talking to Bubba and Andy
3: last week, and
2: now you get to talk to the top tier of the company, which is Jake Zuch and uh, Bossman. So, I think I think we're all in for a treat today.
0: <laughs> well, it was funny too. Yeah. <laughs>
4: but uh,
2: completing some sort of uh, food challenge. I think, he's probably I, training. For I, yeah, I think he's like in the uh, Chinese foothills, like doing some sort <laughs> of meditation, getting ready for um, you know just to possibly more challenges to come. I'm not sure. He's he's been dark. We, we haven't heard from him in a, in a couple days, but uh, I think I, yeah, I'd assume he's in some intense training program.
3: I think he absolutely. Yeah. I, I think he. I say. See- yeah. I say this out of love because uh, Bubba has just been harassing me nonstop. <laughs> I mean, just, you know, you want to do, Hey, there's a, there's a pizza eating challenge up in Princeton, Minnesota. There's this nugget thing over here. Let's go up to St. Cloud or let's go to Val's <laughs> and see how many cheeseburgers we can eat. Um, I, do, I want to I do all of those things. I want to rent an RV with Bubba and complete all of those challenges but I represent a company that's awesome. It's a weight loss program called Profile by Sanford. You could see how those two things would conflict. Yep. The deck da- with the self, cell- potentially in the future, uh, when I inevitably break down, uh, I will find you Bubba, and we will be together, and we will eat so, together. So you're kind of promising
2: Bubba uh, another spot on the tour during like a food relapse, is that kind of what you're 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 alluding to here?
3: Yeah, I, I ebb and flow. So right now I'm I don't know which one's bad. Which one's bad, ebb or flow? I, I'm on the good side of things. That's probably, that's a good question. I don't know if any of us can answer that, but um, <laughs> it's it's one of the great mysteries right. of the world. The uh, but I'm saying sometime in the future, if uh, if I do relapse, Bubba's the guy that I want to do and it. And I'm for. sure he would love that too. He'd just be. You, well, you got plenty of ideas it sounds like.
0: <laughs> well, I was going to mention yeah yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I was going to say cuz the last time you you did talk to us was during the soda stream back in May, but you had to talk with Andy and Bubba, which is fine. I just remember when Bubba, I was sitting like we were kind of doing like producer work outside of the interview and as soon as you joined the room and he, and you said something like, "Hey, Nordo, can we hear you? or are you saying that?" And you just said, "Hey, can you guys hear me?" He just looked at all of us, and he's like, "Oh my God, it's nordo yeah, was like the a biggest smile out. It
4: was the like a biggest look. smile ear to ear. This guy was happier than a pig and shit. It looked like <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is that yeah. reference? I've <laughs> oh, awesome. never heard that reference.
4: <laughs> oh no, I don't know that was pretty <laughs> happier good. than oh, a pig in shit Yeah. Huh.
3: No, I'm yeah. familiar with it. Southern Minnesota, yeah. we get those sorts of references. But uh, just let Bubba know, hey, hotel room, oh bad. Bad. two beds. So you, so no, you guys well, aren't doing the bad. queen bit.
4: How about the, the no, sharing no, rooms? No, you absolutely know, the sharing not. rooms You can have a dorm
3: between you two. Yeah. I mean, we can, you know, we'll dump with the door open, but we're not sharing. Well, yeah, and
2: I was going to say, too, you guys are probably going to want to make some extra space in the sauna because you want to sweat out all the toxins before the challenge. <laughs> you know, believe it or not, we, journalist Jake and I, we, 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 we did participate in one of those eating challenges. And let me tell you, we, like, trained professionally. Like, drank a shitload <laughs> of water, ate only fruits and veggies for a whole day. I mean, there, there is some intense training that goes into it if you want to win. I mean, you, you got to do what you got to do to get the dub. You, yeah, you can't, yeah.
3: So you watch like three Kobayashi videos
2: <laughs> yeah, on YouTube? Yeah, the... it, it, all, it amounted to about uh, one minute of YouTube and about 30 seconds of Wikipedia. That's how I put together my training program.
0: All right. We'll, do that. well, we want to move on from food, so we don't like make Nordo relapse here. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, but speaking of at the beginning of the show, you mentioned you're drinking, which is fitting because the Vikings have played like complete, I would say, <laughs> dog shit the last couple weeks. And but before we really hit that, I want, to, I want to talk about like I don't know Nordo if you know about our Twin Cities fantasy football league we're doing with some of the different media guys around the, around the cities, and we made our own team. I mean, who we got? We got Chris Long with KSTP in on it. We have uh, Michael Rand from Star Tribune, for example, yeah. all these guys, and we're competing. And I don't even know—did we win we're, this week? We're or? we were yeah. grinding. We we had
2: a really good lead, and we had Saquon who got injured yeah. on you know That's the first or second play, you know, really early in the game against New York, torn ACL, so GG to him. We also have uh, AJ Green who was also hurt really early, but pretty much outside of that, all of our players, including our kicker, had like 15 plus points. yeah, yeah so was I mean, a good week. you know. I think we're projected to lose, depending on some, how some people play today. But you know, overall for fantasy, all you can ask for is to put up some points. I and think we
4: got thirty-five point lead in the heat. They have Jacobs and Lutz, so it's yeah, it's a toss up. It's a toss, up, good, it's a toss up. You never know. Who knows? Well, do, do you guys
3: have Allie? Yes. Uh, yeah, she's, she beat in the, the shit out of us yep. last week. Yep. We
2: lost by like fifty points. Yep, like fifty
3: points. Yeah, yeah, it it was a blowout. Don't underestimate my gal, okay she is an no elite kidding. football mind and and, uh, and so uh i know i I love fantasy football, but I am awful at it to be honest with you i i don't i mean right now, for instance, like my team's i'm in some sort of pPR league so I'm trying to pay attention I'm about to get smacked up by our promotions director in about four hours uh, after Monday night football, but I mean just. The, the nerdery and the insight that it takes to get away from just taking Julio Jones every year or just, uh, you know, and now dealing with all of these injuries, I might go one in 12 and my win was last week. I mean, that's how bad things are. I mean, looking at
2: our record, we're headed the same way. speaking of Allie, she's an elite football mind, but from what I heard on the Monday morning radio, uh, cities Monday radio cities, 97, she's also an elite trash talker. Mm-hmm. Just r- Very just, much, Rich, just rubbing it into the general public on yep. how bad 10K is at fantasy yeah. football, which we did. We did only put up like 85 points, so I <laughs> think we, we deserve public humiliation for that shit. But you know, no,
3: that's uh, you know, she's smart enough to to speak, you know, to talk from the front, knowing that she will be rounding up the rear soon enough. Yeah. I'm sure, but uh, for now, let just let her revel in her victory. That's all. yep. And I mean, we're we're a playoff
2: organization. I, don't, I have actually no evidence as of why I just said that. My brain told me to, but I have a feeling we're going to playoffs. Can I ask you, yeah. you guys a question?
3: Let me ask you a question. So, as a rube, this is how I operate. I will not draft a Green Bay Packer to my roster. I just can't do it. I'm the same exact way. I yeah. cannot do it. I wanted to take Aaron Jones, but I we didn't.
2: I okay. I know you have your biases, but that was a business decision. See, I'm I'm not like that hey, normally. I, I can't.
0: Aaron Jones had 45 points yesterday. But Bossman, you're a Colts guy. i we're we're all Vikings yeah. guys. So we, we we just I don't know about you Zuch, but I can't I, this do year it. Was I the cannot, cannot do it. Of all
4: time, I actually drafted Aaron Rodgers and it's a, it's paid off so far, but In, I I usually don't and I had a chance at Aaron, I had a chance at Aaron Jones, didn't take him. I took Aaron Rodgers as a backup QB, but now I the man's doing Aaron Rodgers' thing, so you have to take him. You well, know? you got to put him in. And one of my personal you gotta leads. play for the win. Yeah, so,
3: boss man. Hey, hey, boss yeah. man. You're a Colts guy, so um, you you clearly did not pick Marlon Mack or Paris Campbell to your fantasy football team. How awful are all these injuries in this league? Fantasy or reality or any of this. Um, this is where, in an instance where I'm so bad, like somebody's just chomping at the waiver wire, uh, looking at right. Jarek McKinnon stats right now because of Mostert's uh, high ankle sprain, stuff like that. But Saquon Barkley, they might sign Devontae Freeman. Uh, the Solomon Thomas, uh, uh, Nick Bosa bit in, yeah. in San Francisco. The injuries, I, I have never seen at age 35 one week in which an entire league has just been Free. What was the? Ah, free, just what was the li- final
2: number? Did I hear like 51, 51 yeah, I injuries think it's going up? Well, huh? it's going up is in terms of players who will be out right. next week. But right. I heard, yeah, at least a total of fifty one guys who like were injured to the point where they were carried off the field or you know could not play the rest of the game. Which, uh, yeah, absolutely bananas. And I mean, yeah, Marlon Mack last week. I think it was the second play of the season. Torn Achilles, out for the season. I mean, you got to think organizations build around these guys to perform for the year, and no one expects them to get hurt, let alone on the second play of the season. So you, you know, you get guys like Jonathan Taylor who stepped up, and Nadim Hines, and Jordan Wilkins, and they're Wilkins in third string. But it's just it's it's nuts. Like yeah, Saquon. I mean, even AJ Green. I don't know what his status is. He was out yeah, on the it's... fourth, fifth play of the game on Thursday. I mean, it's yeah, what a, a really shitty week.
4: It's going to be a very weird year
3: well what's suck yeah it's it's tough to watch guys like aj green though when you when you think about when he came into the league around the same time as dalton and that cool combo there and uh with marvin lewis they were guaranteed to lose right. every wild card game which they did but you know it's tough to watch aging stars just falling apart you get joe burrow in there and tyler boyd's okay john ross is not <laughs> any good Uh, And A.J. Green's supposed to be healthy, and that's going to be sweet, and the number one pick's going to get him five or six wins, and then now he's hurt again. So it's just, you know, watching that in particular this season where I think like most people, we were just hoping to get, you know, get good football uh, without, you know, this this other stuff now where we're – we're trying to figure out who the hell is the sixth wide receiver on the freaking Bengals. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a little disappointing. I think the coming Bengals up. might have to
2: do, like, a, a walk-on session for <laughs> an open tryout fans.
4: What about the 49ers? They're without Kittle, Mostert, Bosa. I mean, they, yeah, they Mostert. whole team got hurt last week, I feel like. I mean, Garoppolo, too. Well, and they were right. missing Richard
3: Sherman and uh, I think Akella Witherspoon yeah. into the weekend, too. So the, the team right. that went to the Super Bowl last year, is in mass. Yeah.
4: What's their record? When'd they start one and one or two and zero?
3: They're one and one. They're one and one. They lost to Kyle. Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah. They're if they want to make a run back at the Super Bowl, they definitely Very need to doubled. have some adjustments right now. But I like seeing Justin Herbert though making a run yeah. at Mahomes. Uh, yeah. That was that was pretty interesting. That was oh, a little really? fun. seeing that is, rookie in the Chargers. Do, you,
2: do you guys see a, you guys see his profile picture like on the one that comes <laughs> up on this TV? You're like, this guy's killed yeah. at least three people. Yeah, he <laughs> eye, it's not a, little... a good photo of him. He's straight faced. His eyes are just. Just looks like he's high or something. I don't, I don't he, know. What the he deal may is. need to cut
0: that hair, and then we'll just to kind of go because he's we'll a circle good quarterback. Back. We'll, circle we'll circle back, back to week. that, but we'll see what he does. I don't think it change. But I want to. I want to obviously dive in a little bit more to the Vikings game because I mean, what a I mean, what a, I, I don't Why know because that's what we do. Nordo, we, love, yeah. we love just like we dive into the pain. we dive into the pain and just talk about it. It's like therapy or something, but we don't have to spend too much time on it. But I just like to say that. Jonathan Taylor um, is still uh, giving Minnesota fans a hard time, even after Wisconsin. So, and it happened yesterday. So uh, that was that kind of hurt. But just I don't know. It it's like I know they're owing two, and yeah, it just it sucks. But I mean, this team is in they're they're in shambles. I think.
2: Nordo, you can't see me, but I'm uh, yeah, I'm a Colts fan. It's like the one non-Minnesota team I I like. Um, I'm wearing a Philip Rivers jersey right now. And, and a Colts hat. I actually have a Colts mask, too. I wore it at Walmart. I actually I looked like a straight dickhead in Walmart, walking oh, around oh, Walmart, oh. wearing Colt, all, oh, col- all Colts stuff. So I was like, someone's going to beat me up in here. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to get my ass kicked in here. Yeah, but
3: you're not happy yesterday. I think I, I think I saw you on people at <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. You're that, fitting
0: in there, Jack. You're doing what you know, you're you're fitting in at Walmart. No,
2: well, that's what if, if I was wearing a monster energy t shirt and then plaid pajamas, I yep. think I'd probably plaid fit Vajama in better. Pants, I don't know, dude. As a Colts fan, we didn't play that well either, hat. which which really puts into perspective how Vikings fans feel. I yeah, mean, there were plenty definitely. of missed opportunities they had. Couldn't couldn't punch the ball in the red zone T Y at a seventy five yarder Philip Rivers threw it perfectly in the pocket. That first inter- in first hands, interception interception of the game, Mo alley Cox, yeah, hits off his hands right yeah. into the hands of I mean, one of your corners. In a bad spot, though. It was just it was ugly football all around. We just happen to play less ugly.
0: Well, I'm, some, I'm a lot less. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, far, a, little yeah. Less. a lot less. Uh,
3: yeah, you know, all joke. All joking aside, the Bulls, you know, I love Frank Reich, and if they're all injured, I, I'm excited. I, the Colts aren't a team that I can be mad at. Uh, it is fitting with the Mo Alley-Cox bit. He goes for like 100 yards. The last time we played the Colts, I think it was yes. Eric Swoop. Yeah, it's always yeah, the random ass guys. Chad Greenway with the touchdown. Uh, Philip Dorsett with the 50-yard bomb. Like, and it's just, um, we don't beat the Colts very often is what's what I'm getting, uh, uh, I guess, a bead on. But you know, this team's terrible. <laughs> they you know? are, yeah. The Vikings right now into the season, it's like, and, and I love, I love this team. I root for this team. If you guys listen to nine to noon, you know, the approach we take, it's, it's not necessarily, even when they're bad, it's not about just emphasizing and how crappy they are. It's easy to embrace and just pile on the negativity, but we, we want to, okay, well, if this crappy team's going to win, like, like here's what's got to happen and we, and we root for it and, uh, there There's not a lot to wait. For. Wait. Wait, <sighs> positivity in
2: Minnesota sports. I've never heard of that before. <laughs> That's a rare. That's a rare
0: emotion. Optimism. Yeah. No, Optim- there, there is kind of I think uh, there, there's a lot of delusional optimism that goes around in Minnesota, amongst Minnesota fans, but the approach that Nordo I think is talking about is is very you know genuine, very very realistic, um, realistic optimism. But there is a lot of delusional po- optimistic oh, yeah. fans out there that will still say this Vikings team is going to go to the Super Bowl, and uh, there will be there are fans like that. Okay, well, which is which is
2: speaking of fans, can I point out one funny thing that I noticed from the game? So uh, Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis, they let in 2500 people. Whenever there was a call that went against the Colts, you could hear just the slightest boo in the stadium. It's like you could just like barely hear. Hmm. And I'm like, "Oh, you know, all those people are yelling as hard as they can right yeah. now to get yeah. on TV."
3: Just a whisper. And and that's I mean, I got to go to the to the opener against the Packers and how haunting in some aspects once the game starts and you're just staring down at the field, it feels like it's normal, but you know, when you take these headphones off, now I'm not hearing 66,000 screaming people anymore. It's just five guys in a plexiglass enclosed booth that's normally open and it's hauntingly quiet. Uh, it was awful. And what do you see when Aaron Rodgers has no crowd noise to fight against? The hard counts are working, the neutral zone infractions, the four TDs. Um, he painted the Sistine Chapel. Uh, on the roof of US Bank Stadium, week one. So uh, it's such a weird environment. Even and then even looking at it in, in Indy with uh, with very limited fans, also very weird. Um, the thing with this team, if you thought into the season, you know, speaking of optimism, you know, there's certainly plenty of delusion. Nine to noon. I, I'm not uh, above some delusion <laughs> yeah. once in a while. You some need hope. it sometimes. i above it as a Minnesota <laughs> fan. Absolutely. Why not? Uh, real life can be as awful as anything. Why not just be delusional when yeah, it comes to reality? At least delusional people teams? are the happy. <laughs> right? Precisely. You don't know want those people running the streets with a clear, angry mind. Uh, so, but uh, we knew into the season this defense was going to be a struggle. And if you think about it, uh, twenty fourteen, where Mike Zimmer is replacing Leslie uh, Leslie Frazier, that defense was terrible. So what did he do? His first draft picks, Anthony Barr, his, you know, and immediately there was a philosophical change. And now fast forward now, you feel like he's kind of starting over in a way with all those new corners and all these role players that you're crossing their fingers, that they can be starters and be productive. I think we've seen the answer to that thus far. They're not, they're not good enough. Jeff Gladney does not look ready to play. We miss Cam Dantzler, who's our best corner by far. Mike Hughes doesn't have it, and so when you when you start looking at all of these things, you're really behind the eight ball defensively. Just hoping that Daniil Hunter, uh, this IR trip, is a shorter one than a longer one. So, but the offense, the offense was supposed to be that constant, that rock. You're excited that Kirk Cousins helped win you a playoff game. So excited to the point where you extend him. So you didn't feel bad about the extension after you saw a game like this. But now through two games, now you're ready to fire them again, right? So the emotion level of through two weeks into 2020, I think the most shocking part for all of us is what the bleep is going on with this offense. The offensive line, your second round draft pick isn't ready. Pat Elfland you know they somehow anointed Dakota Dozier so early as the left guard I don't think that's looking right at all Uh, Drew Samia of course his first baptism into uh, a non-pointless game like week 17 against the Bears last year his first actual game starting here against the Colts was bad so what's great I mean there's truly nothing about this team that even the most ardent the most hopeful the most delusional Vikings fan can be excited about through two weeks. So I'm feeling the Vikings fan base pain because it's difficult for me to get excited on the radio about a team that, I mean, I feel like I was lying if I tried to bring up something other than just the general malaise of what we've
4: seen. Yeah. Everything's been hideous. Honestly, the receivers don't get open. The offensive line doesn't block. Uh, receivers dropping balls. Well, the left receivers and right. are
0: starting to drop balls.
4: Well, yeah, the well, yeah, well, the line's not blocking. Right now, this isn't all. He's this isn't all about Kirk. It.
0: Yeah, well, you got to think but he too. he is not. No, well, you got to think too. Is and, uh, where I would defend Kirk, in a, in a sense too, is yeah, he he did make some bad decisions in these first couple weeks. But it's like even when there are times when the O line does start blocking a little well, but the last few plays were just. The no, line breaking through—it's not good on his psyche. To the, even when you're going back there, and even if you have time, he's just jittered. The Colts—the
2: Colts don't have the best defensive line in the league. They we got good linebackers. I—I wouldn't—I wouldn't say there's anything special about the Colts' D line, which does say something about the Vikings' O line. Yeah, I, that,
4: yeah Buckner's Jack—that's Jack,
2: one—that's one guy. That's one guy. Crew?
4: Yeah, game. he his, did it in the playoff he, game. He's amazing. Yeah, he destroyed the Vikings in the playoff game last year. Absolutely manhandled us. Yeah, no, is that, that a thing? That, that's is that that's a gonna thing? be
2: a, that's gonna be a weekly thing.
4: Week seventeen, week one, week two. We should just spot the Titans
3: two points right. and just say, please yep. tackle us in the end zone. If you can just avoid doing that and get save us that awful na- oh. Well, we're, I'm tired of the safeties. I'm tired of all of that. We're
0: looking it up. I mean, what's the record of consecutive consecutive four, games with the safety? A is it four? We can beat so. that. We can think beat think that. Four. Can
4: I... No, maybe that was the tweet. The four teams have done it three times. So maybe. Oh, that so three. Two. So three is, is three. three is the defending record. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I could have read it wrong. I don't know. Well, that would be like the second... I guess that was the tweet I was referencing right there. Are those all
2: in one year? Because didn't you have one in week 17 last year? Is that yeah, correct?
4: it was week 17, week one, and week two. It's three straight regular season games. For well, the safety. The playoff games are a little better.
3: Taking the philosophy of the show that follows us from noon to three, the concept of being biblically bad, eight and eight is just not interesting. That's cold mashed potatoes. But... Uh, if you were to give up that fourth safety in a row that is potentially history and maybe something you hang your hat on so maybe we're looking forward to that and it's going to be Jadevian Clowney with the new team next week we'll make some big defensive stand in the red zone we'll take over after they turn it over on downs shotgun uh, or maybe we'll do uh, we'll do some sort of play action bootleg and uh, of course somebody's going to come off the edge and snag Kirk and then we'll have that record and a we'll, little feather. Oh, well, will okay. have the first uh, play
4: they ran at the goal line was a play action pass. The one play they got safety done last. That week was week yeah, the the one. First yeah. play they ran.
0: Okay, yeah, okay. Kirk
2: Turned his head and just got hammered, yeah. which
0: I didn't, I didn't mind. On the same yeah. Window. No, I didn't mind the play oh, yeah, call. It's no a total doubt. missed block. Right. The one right. the one in Indianapolis that happened this past weekend, I'm like, oh yeah, sure, O line improved that much in one week. Let's run another play action like this <laughs> right and see what happens, point. and just boom, just gets drilled in the end zone and it's like, okay, yeah, this is this is bad. It was just almost humorous.
3: If it were up to me, I, I would put that on Kirk. To be honest yeah, with you, I think. It I mean, yeah, didn't have time you know, on that one. Three and a half real time yep. seconds. Get rid of that yep, thing. No or let somebody speed. Um, but but that's my worry right now. And and so I've grown to really like and respect Kirk. I think we can win a lot of games with Kirk. And you know, for anybody out there that says uh, whether it's tank for Trevor or look at the Patrick Mahomes of the world, I think everyone looks at Patrick Mahomes because he's the best there is so you know trying to take a Kirk Cousins and measure him with with some of those others I think is a difficult task he's the guy we got now that we paid him he's our guy the the obvious with Kirk is that it's always required perfect circumstances and the the comfort level that we're not seeing with him the reason that does worry me is he knows all of these guys he knows everybody in front of him he knows all of the plays Year three, coming off of the best season of his career in 2019, that evolution process, we've seen it actually take a step back. Uh, The upright man, what is it? Is homo sapien, is it homo erectus? I forget. He's he's stepped down a stage on the evolutionary chart, uh, which is a massive problem. And he is the only guy, I think, at this stage that can fix that comfort level. No amount of coddling from Gary Kubiak, uh, none of this can happen from anybody but him just getting his head in the freaking game yeah. and figuring it out. You ste- That's you step up. You're well, the leader. Yeah.
0: I, I think I think you yeah, you see too many people comparing him to Mahomes and that we need this guy or right. let's let's get a draft for a draft pick. But how many years have we done that? I do
2: well I do love that that Vikings fans are now on the Tank for Trevor movement because – I'm not. It, well, in week one yeah, – there definitely are like some. Col- like, Colts fans on Twitter were just literally posting pictures of Trevor Lawrence and no caption, and it was like a trend that was just going around the internet. <laughs> like, week I, one, you're already talking about tanking for Trevor, and now Vikings fans, week two, you're already talking about Trevor Lawrence? Like, come on, man. Quite frankly, yeah.
3: yeah. I mean, I, I come from the school of never wanting to have the first overall pick. So, um, I mean, but, but – I think you know the one thing that this team will need to do is draft and develop quarterback play Uh, we've been on the mercenary train since uh since Dante Culpepper got hurt in 05 so you know now like and then, then Teddy I mean Teddy could have potentially been something uh and maybe it would have been a mildly better version than what we're seeing now with him as kind of the check down and, and really that mid range hitter that he's doing with the, with the Panthers now, but he had an opportunity. He got hurt. So that was tragic and awful. Uh, but other than that, we we've swung and missed for a decade and a half. And so I love the consistency. I think there was consistency with Kirk at that position until the, I watched the last two games. So I have to have faith. This is, here we go. Delusional nine to noon guy coming out. I have to have faith that Kirk is going to snap out of this and get it going here. We've had a clunker with this guy and with this weird freaking team every single year. Week four at Soldier Field last year. Worst game of his career. Week two at Soldier Field. Remember when we were two and two and Diggs didn't want to show yeah. up to meetings and stuff? And we're like, yeah. what the hell's going on? Well, we were able to right the ship at that point. 2018, week three of Buffalo, Jerry Hughes and Marcel Darius just ruining that was our worlds. Terrible. Uh, as 17-point <laughs> favorites, like every year. Yeah, it was. You so were? Oh, cool. so was I. It was my first Vikings. It was game embarrassing, but then <laughs> that's
4: what I had to watch. It was like, wow, cool. Yeah, I, the first, I had first game never you went to Vikings game. Thousands yeah. of Twins games and Wild Twins and all those games. Well, but have you been uh, to any uh, since preseason game? Yeah. Okay, you're not allowed <laughs> to attend any any future <laughs> yeah, games. Yeah, that's, no, there
0: was some yeah, karma I you know, there. I should probably attend more Vikings games. that my one and only regular season viking i went to one other vikings game growing up as a preseason game at the dome when they had far of like an 09 but i went to my first game it was a playoff game against the saints minneapolis miracle my only game my only other other than pre other than a preseason game i went to for a vikings game i'm not superstitious and but i'm a little stitious I, I, i'm now like a little superstitious maybe i should just i should maybe try to sneak into u.s bank stadium maybe there's some luck behind me going i don't know dig a but tunnel t- dig a tunnel in the US bank see what happens <laughs> no i feel like they have that secured as well cuz people are dying to get in there but yeah well well i don't know if they can turn around against tennessee i think it's going to be tough with Derrick henry but yeah that's a, I don't a know. pretty
3: solid team actually that's um, going
0: to yeah. be interesting
3: well henry's off to a slow start um but they didn't need him. I mean, there was more. I mean, yeah. Ryan Tannehill was pretty damn good this last weekend against the Jaguars. I mean, he got rookie corners out there, younger defenses they rebuild. But I mean, Tannehill's not awful. I don't think he's a hundred million dollars good, but he's you know he, he, he can them. sling it. And then with the and and then for for instance with with the Titans, I mean, as good as Derrick Henry is, the the play action game with them is really working and, and it's working at times with the Vikings, but when you don't give Dalvin the ball enough, sometimes you don't get that deception that leads to the success on the other side of things. But anyway, um, the thing for me with, with stopping Derrick Henry is, I mean, stack nine in the box and hopefully Cam Danzler's healthy and Harris and Harrison Smith have to have amazing, perfect games. I mean, they hit you with Janu Smith, Michael Pruitt. How about that? Former Viking scored a touchdown uh, in the in the season opener. Uh, they they block with uh, with Kari Blazing game, a practice squad kid from the Vikings. So we're gonna have former Vikings left and right and all over the place. And uh, just stop Derrick Henry, and I'll consider that
4: a success. Yeah, do you consider a game that's you know? Close, semi-close, under seven points, close to be a good game at this point.
0: Yeah, they they the Vikings start zero and three, which is very possible at this point. But even though people are thinking it this week, when they actually see if they do see that zero and three in 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 the standings, it's just gonna be super depressing. So they gotta be like on top of their game. They gotta get they gotta get their shit together this weekend, or else it's just. It's going to be start going really spiraling down the tank.
3: Yeah, well, they got to look in the mirror. I mean, the and I've heard that a little bit. I heard it from Gary Kubiak this morning. We do the daily Vikings report. Heard from Kubiak. Look in the mirror. Adam Thielen talked about looking in the mirror. Uh, everybody's apparently got mirrors all <laughs> yeah. over their house that they're going to be looking well, in. Or Mike Zimmer's going to bring in a massive mirror and put the whole entire team in front of <laughs> look it. Look in the mirror.
0: Look at yourself.
3: <laughs> well, I. Well, Zimmer, you know, Zimmer's so pissed, he just mirrors when he walks into rooms these days. So um, they just uh, – there, there's no confidence. And and I've I've never played – like, I played soccer growing up as a kid. I'm like, you guys, you know, we, we played high school or even college sports or whatever. But, you know, we've never been in a pro locker room and contributed to that life. So, you know, I, I just – you know, who in that locker room is going to say enough is enough? Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, it, I think – you know, there's the combination of self-reflection, you know, nobody's going to be crying on people's shoulders at the facility, but there's got to be the self-reflection combined with the example. So who's the example with this Vikings team right now? Daniil Hunter's on IR, uh, God bless Anthony Barr. He's done for the year. Who's the vocal leader? You know, we used to have Everson Griffin, who was kind of that energetic spark plug in the mix. He's no longer here um, who is the guy that's going to speak up and say guys we mother bleeping suck we are so bad let's stand up let's take some pride in our work here get the job done no matter what it takes and and I don't know who that guy is but there's that combo so we're looking in mirrors we're checking out all the mirrors uh, but at some point somebody's got to lead by example and maybe it's a big play maybe it's Uh, a locker room discussion. I don't know what jumps these guys who have thrived on confidence as professional athletes who are showing no confidence on the field right now. How do you jump? How do you, how do you get the uh, defibrillator into those chests and just jump them back to life? Um, And and that needs to happen immediately. Cause I, I agree with you and you know, whether it's just it's, it's listenership, it's support, it's, I, I can't stand the yearly Zimmer and it's Rick Spielman bad. bits that I have to weed through in the email <laughs> inbox. Um, if, if they if if they don't play competitively, and, and frankly, if they don't beat the Titans on Sunday, uh, the malaise and the negativity, I mean, the pandemic certainly takes the cake, but this one's not going to be too far behind it for the hardcore Vikings fans out there that are just in ultimate uh, dwelling of bottom barrel negativity. Yeah. I think we'll see what happens, but
0: we I think we've done enough with the Vikings. We're just going to like get into like a super dark depression if we just keep going off about <laughs> them. But you know what's keeping us balanced as Minnesota fans? At least we still have the Twins. Granite whole...
3: <laughs> today out here <laughs> you know, in Jolaska. There was like 5 minutes
0: really? of hail out here today. Yeah, like we yeah, got I nothing. Yeah, like, like raindrops yeah, weird. Apple, like
2: sprinkles in Apple Valley.
4: Yeah, I think it was like pouring by my house for like 2 minutes and then it was done. I was like, "Okay, that's weird."
0: Down in Savage, it was just sunny. I don't know. So weird. bizarre. <laughs> it's a bizarre
3: yeah. day. Yeah, thank
4: you. Yeah. Good for you, dude. Nice weather.
0: Sick weather, bro. Yeah,
3: yeah, did you just get back from the Bahamas? Holy cow. Look at all that out. sunshine you've been getting.
0: But, uh, well, again, but the, the one thing, too, that's uh, going back to that is the one thing that's keeping us, I think, sane as Minnesota fans after the Vikings is being able to watch the Twins because they did clinch a postseason berth. Hopefully they don't have to play the Yankees in the first round. Yeah. And isn't it it's looking just like every, that everything, right now? Everything, it, it, everything's it, adding up to it. it. Oh barring,
4: barring an insane comeback by the Yankees to clinch their division or the White Sox completely melting down and us winning four or five games, yeah, it's us and the Yankees' first round. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 you, yeah. Got, you
2: got to face your fears, right? But
4: Let's hey, do we're it. twenty-one five at home this year. Hey, we get them at home. Let's go. We Let's may go. not
2: have beat the Yankees <laughs> since what was it, two thousand two? Oh, it's yeah. In a playoff series? No, it was we not 2000- won a
0: playoff game we- since in two thousand four. We haven't won a playoff game since two thousand four, and it was against the Yankees. Yeah, we had, don't beat know
4: the, we had beat the Yankees one game in each of the two series back to back years, and then we got swept by the Oakland Athletics and been swept every single year since. So, well, this is the year to be different. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah.
2: Let, let's really quickly talk about that uh, one of those White Sox games last week. So, I think it was uh, three zip. Uh, Byron Buxton's up to bat. He hits one out to. Middle middle of center field and left, and the ball gets stuck under the fence. Yeah, the and Chica- Ch- Ch- Chicago's center fielder or left fielder, one of the two, up just you, stares at it and puts his hands up yeah. like he like he was caught like at a crime scene yeah. with a gun. Yeah, <laughs> and and I mean the ball he easily could have just bent bent down slightly and then picked up the ball, but he just like puts his hands up and like Buxton just rounds third and touches home, and like ten seconds later the ump calls a ground rule double. You can't do that. It's the stupidest thing that. Happened and I think that's what, star- that's what started All the drama with Donaldson right
4: Well it, I mean that and missing stri- I'm pretty sure Cruz got ejected the next night Arguing balls and strikes The umps were just not Those very umps good umps were that terrible it was- yeah, oh, yeah it was Cruz
3: yeah. and Baldelli But that night, I just think.
2: all that weird shit happening in Chicago We play the Cubs the ball gets lost in the In the hedges and that guy just puts his hands up yeah. And I'm yeah. like so this is just You a- can't do that This, this is, is a, a- 12 year old baseball This is the popular move in baseball now Is if you just can't I mean maybe I mean, I don't know, maybe coronavirus is on the ball. That's why I didn't want to touch it. I don't know. Is this the, popular, the popular move in Chicago is just to put your hands up when you can't field it, and I think that's something that Twins should try out well, you know, when Do, you know,
4: when Donaldson actually was rounding the bases and doing all that, uh, I can't remember if it was Morneau or Bramer. He, they were like, oh, what a job by Rocco to defuse the situation, uh, make sure Donaldson, you know, got his at-bat, and then he comes to home plate and start, does all that. I'm like, ah, <laughs> And immediately he just loses it. not <laughs> he diffused it enough because clearly it was still in his head. He did not like it.
3: Hey, good example, by the way, of a guy infusing energy – and I I don't know if if it's just some sort of insanity into a clubhouse bringing Josh Donaldson into the mix you know mentioning the Vikings and now with the twins you think about not only the veteran calm of a guy like Cruz but just a certified a-hole that just wants to instigate and fire people up like Donaldson. That's a team that could potentially win so games and the playoffs. And then you got, getting the those mix. personalities yeah. into the mix. And then you get right Sergio there. Romo at the mound who pisses yep. people off yep. in the bottom Here's of the eighth. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, like, I'm from Minnesota. I adore Minnesota, but we are mild salsa. We yes. are tater tot hot dish. And, and the fact of the matter is is that the teams that win have emotional guys that get fired up and make people uncomfortable at times. Yeah. And Josh Donaldson is exactly yeah. that. So, and, I, and I'll say this, too. I love – like, I'm so bored with the Cleveland Indians. I am excited about the concept of having a really good twins team oh, yeah. and just having battles with the White 100%. Sox. Back, yeah. And and so, you know, back in the uh, – why am I completely blanking on the manager's name right Ozzie now? Ozzie Guillen. Ozzie uh, Guillen. Ozzie, and yeah. Ozzie Guillen. It was, It was the piranhas. Yep, yep. It was the trash talk. God, it was awesome. the negativity. Yep. And so, you know, contrasting personalities between Gardy and Gian, but all the same – you know those sorts of battles. I love that, um, but I also, you know, with this team right now, just find some bats and get ready for the pinstripes. Yep, I, I just That's all you can do. I, so for with the with the Twins, in some ways, like I'm watching the games, but in some ways, it's just can we get a, can we get this pony show yep. done with? Can we get to the playoffs? Please? Yeah, yes. well, I don't I don't
2: care about the three games against Detroit, and yes, I surely yeah. don't care about three no. games against the Reds either. Right.
0: Now that they're done with the White Sox, it's kind of like, oh, what's we're, the we're in point the playoffs. Now? We've clinched.
4: I'm really hoping for an ALDS White Sox Twins. I, I think that, that would be horrific. saving an ALCS, and, man. And that would be so cool. We, we just, need to, just that last series, all the games were close. All the games were playoff atmospheres. People were fired up. There was ejections. Like, dude, I, uh, that'd be an awesome playoff series. Yeah. I really hope that's. That's the ALDS or ALCS at least.
0: I was going to say, like, this this White Sox-Twins battle, it is it is nostalgic. I, yeah. There was nothing better. As much as I love them going to Target Field, but those late-season August-September series at the Dome in, like, 2008, 2009, I remember going to some games that were sold out, and we were batting the White Sox for the division. Those were some of the funnest games I remember going to as a kid. It was just – Yeah, it was Ozzie yeah. Guillen, Ron higher like Norto, you were saying, like – that was some good baseball, and now you kind of got that a little bit now with uh, with this season with the in <laughs> the White Sox a little yeah. bit. So, gotta get old chippy, yeah, yeah. Get almost, like chippy. The,
2: almost like the Pistons in the '80s. That's the Twins got to do.
0: Wasn't it Tommy that uh, you yeah. hit that home
4: run in the yes, game one sixty three against yep. us? Yep, it was For like the White bottom of the yeah. eighth or seventh too. It was just a dagger, and it was a bomb too. <laughs> no, but stuff like <laughs> that. We need that. I mean it. it
3: You know, whereas, like, again, going back to the Vikings, I think we're all exhausted with just making the playoffs, winning the game. Hey, look, we got to be part of the big show, and then we go home. You know, in baseball, in some ways, it's it's similar to that, but it's also different because of that 162-game grind. And there's no sport that needs personality, that needs rivalry, that needs vitriol, that needs people spitting at each other. From a social distance, of course, we yeah, are. Yeah, got to respect that. But they need, they need that uh, more, more so than baseball. Baseball needs that like it needs to breathe, where even had the commissioner bitching about Mike Trout a year or two ago about how he could present himself in a more marketable way. This team can't market its stars, but we can maximize in these regional TV networks the rivalries and the hatred. And since we can't play the Brewers 19 times a year, because that would be fun, um, let's get it with the White Sox. Clean. Hey, we're, yeah. I'm bored with it.
2: We're, we're leading the charge. We've been fighting with White yep, Sox fans man. all, all year on White Twitter. Yep. What, was that? what that 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 is the that. guy who blocked Bubba, White Sox, Eric? Dave. No, White, White Sox. Oh.
0: Danny, White Sox,
2: something something. Danny like, White Sox or something. Danny Sox or something. White Sox is some weird thing. Uh, Bubba's just lighting yeah, this guy up <laughs> for no so reason. Bad. This is like this guy isn't even like that mean and Bubba's <laughs> no, just going after him he really personally wasn't almost
4: that, like delusional about him either which clearly they weren't delusional cuz I mean they're winning the division so
2: Well, yeah. that's yeah, we we need to lead the charge on the rivalry. That's yep. that, that that's where the fans need to step in and and uh, start to drive some fire to the other team. But when you have guys like Sergio Romo who are literally calling his own strikes before they even hit the cu- yep. catcher's <laughs> that's glove, that's awesome. That's what you got to do, man. And 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 it just pisses off the batters. And you hear people yelling from the bench, and he's yelling back at them. I mean, this is the, I mean, people argue about how baseball is so boring. Well, let's get some more bench cleared. That's what it is. That's how it makes the Sports Center.
4: Well, that's what I didn't get with people like hating on Donaldson for what he did. I'm like, he was energizing a team. He just smashed a home run after an ump tried to show him up in the box or whatever, arguing with somebody. They're both arguing with each other. There's people coming out and then he smashes a home run. It just lights a fire under everyone's ass, but it didn't do anything. You know, you got Kepler can't make a throw to first base and kind of, that was the game right there.
3: Now baseball has a lot of people and sometimes there's the loudest voices where they just need a little more fiber or Miralax in their diet where it's, it's unwritten rules it's uh, it's you know it's maintaining you know I I think there is there is a sportsmanship angle associated with it but it's okay to talk above a whisper when you're watching uh, the beautiful uh, the the former America's game that is baseball. Um, and it's OK for for Sergio Romo to MF Christian Lindor on the fly out as he's walking to first. Oh, yeah. That's OK. It's OK for Josh Donaldson to throw a fit and get ejected. And then in his postgame press conference, oh, yeah. double down yeah. on it and say, I'm tired of the lack of accountability with these guys. And, and he's going to get ripped because he makes yep. 90 million dollars. But and he was talking about these six figure incomes that these umps make. But he's right. And so, you know, the the concept of the, the frustration of of those that just wish they could sit quietly, there's no peanut dustings, there's no beer drinking in the stands, and they could just keep score okay <laughs> yeah. F seven. Okay, yeah, we need uh, okay, yeah. We, You know, yeah. they could just do that. And then there's then there's people that want to dig into the saber metrics and the analytics and the numbers, and they want, you know, you know, it's and this is not to diminish the sports because I love the sports, but uh, they want a little WWE in the mix. They want to feel the vibe of the guy that they're investing their money and time in, watching them on TV in person. They want the WWE, the drama, the storyline, what's going to happen when the Astros are up to yep. bat against XYZ team, banging on trash cans, all of that. They want some of that. And there are some that fight against it, but certainly there's, there's I think most people, would agree that these sorts of things are good things and positive, And this is what makes us watch more, and makes uh, us we need love. We more it.
0: hot mics, baseball. We, oh, we, yeah. we need a little more,
3: yeah, A little hot mic action. Yeah. See, I've been, I've been saying it during this pandemic. If you're going to get weird, yeah. you get weird. So in all these sports, like the NBA, a lot of people have stopped watching the NBA or aren't watching. I'm watching every game. And what they needed to do – because you know, there's no hotter mic oh, than God, the no. NBA, especially no fans either yeah, so Are you kidding me? So, yeah. so you, or yeah, so you do the ESPN like with the Jordan doc. They do the ESPN version, you know, just they do it the bleep, and there's suddenly six yeah. seconds of silence. That happens so you know many times happened. in the NBA. But then, oh, yeah, but then there's there's the ESPN two version where it's like, whoa, Marcus Smart That's, said yeah. what? Did you right? <laughs> or,
2: uh, or or with yeah. golf, I mean. It was, it was unintentional, but Justin Thomas yeah. misses a putt and oh, yeah. super loudly goes, are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that stuff, we need up. more of that. Yep. And then, I mean, but it's like this is – it's realistic too though. Like, you yeah. know, it's – ESPN paints these guys to be superheroes, but when in all reality they're just like your parents' kids. They something yeah. goes wrong at the house and they drop an f bomb. Yeah. Like you know what happens? We're human, well, and and this is a, it's authentic. I think that's what I think that's what makes Hot Mike's great is it brings authenticity into the game and yeah. shows us these athletes aren't perfect people.
0: And these guys are putting so much energy and time into this. It's like if something does go wrong, like it's be gonna, th- something's gonna come out like that, and people it's it's like oh a my raw God, reaction. Did hear what he said. Yeah, it sounds like a normal person saying a normal reaction when they put time into something and it doesn't go their way. I don't know. I frustrate. It's very frustra- frust- happens on the planet. Yeah, and it's probably healthy too.
3: Yeah, frustration and emotion, and it's still it's kind of off topic, but it still reminds me the uh, there was a sportsmanship PSA where this kid uh, was the last to touch the ball out of bounds, and he knew it, and the ref called it in his favor. And the player goes up to the ref and he's like, "Actually, the ball was out on Screw yeah. All yeah. of bounds." <laughs> yeah, that is don't ridiculous. Do that. No, there, no, there's sportsmanship. You don't want to hurt people. You're not out to end someone's career. You're not trying to degrade people per se or any of that. But you're there to win. And there's gamesmanship. Uh, and if the ref gives you that little, that little uh, carrot at the end of the stick. That's that's the zebras problem. That's not yours. You right. shut up. You take the ball and you go and you get the possession. That was that's one of the worst PSA's <laughs> yeah. in the history yeah. of the world. <laughs> yeah.
2: um, Bobby and- Bobby Jones called the penalty on himself in the oh. U.S. Amateur like back in the oh. 1900s, and everyone's like. Bro, the ball didn't move. And he's like, no, the ball moved. And everyone's like, why are you doing this right now? <laughs> Dude,
0: that's just like speaking, like you watch the Stanley Cup playoffs right now. If you watch any NHL game, a guy trips a player, would, how awkward would it be if the rep was like, no, I'm going to the box. I'm, I'm going to the box. Don't yeah, worry. Without <laughs> them going up to the rep, like, what was that? I didn't trip him. What the? Like, cussing at the rep.
2: Yeah, slash, yeah. I'll go to the
0: box, I'll go to the box, don't worry yeah. like, That's the same thing, like that'd be so weird To gets, see that Gets in a fistfight with himself yeah. Yeah, it's he's, like, up, he's upset, uh, he, yeah. he slashed somebody and it's the guy like, didn't know it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's putting his jersey <laughs> over his head And everything, and it'd just be an awkward image But yeah, we, need, we do need more of that but but kind of segue here. Segway, look Segway at that. On onto uh, hockey play. On a little bit of hockey talk. A little bit of wild. There was uh, through the Vikings and Twins. There was some obviously some wild news this weekend. They dropped Koivu, which we could all see coming. People are people are mixed about us. We were like, oh, he sucked. I'm like, I wouldn't go that far. But then then there are people that are like, oh, why are we getting rid of him? Blah blah blah. blah. No, I'd hate to see him go. It's like. It needed to happen. Yeah, Russo, Russo, to go. Russo
4: told us, what, six months ago? He told us, like, during the Soda stream yeah, back in May, it's probably going to happen. Like, I'm yeah, like, yeah, I it's overdue. I asked him what were the odds of Koivu coming back for one last hoorah because it was kind of a weird ending with COVID, and if they're going to give him one more chance to play, and he practically shut me down immediately. He pretty much just said no. <laughs> he said because because Koivu's my favorite player. has been for a long time, and he's like, no, he's done. <laughs> he's done Unfortunately, he's
0: just... It's just so time. I, I,
4: I had that in my head, so it didn't he's, hit me as hard. But.
0: He's he's been here 15 years, yeah. but it, it's 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 time that that team. Speaking of Minnesota teams that have been struggling, they need to get that, faster. That that you need to trim the fat. Yeah, like ugh.
4: they need to get faster.
3: Too slow. Yeah the uh, the thing for me with with Koivu is I don't know how to I don't know how to judge him as either the best player in Wild history or at least the most impactful. A large part of Koivu's tenure here is time served. I mean, the last few years have not been his best, you know. But from the penalty killing, just the stats, the consistency from a health standpoint, um, he's constantly one of the best defensive forwards uh, in the NHL. Uh, but he, I mean, especially after what a year time for him to to hang it up. So um, what sucks is there's no swan song, right? I mean. The season's interrupted. We were going to do a live show March twelfth at at the X. Vegas was in town, fighting for a playoff spot, and uh, and just nothing happened. The team never showed up. It was COVID. It was negative, and then that felt like his career was over. He gets this cute little stint in uh, in Edmonton with the with the bubble, and now it's done. So, but Koivu's been awesome. I mean, Koivu as as a human, a representative of the team, all of those things. But um, I guess. I'm I'm sad to hear that it was even mixed as terms of opinions that he needed to go. It was it was time. It yeah. was probably beyond time. Yeah. So um the only thing that sucks is he didn't get like a better a send out he didn't get yeah. the old the old helmet, you know, the whole helmet flip yeah, and a cool. little bit of a skate around the ice at the yeah. X and Yeah. I you know, if the
0: yeah. Well I was gonna say I I I, I think he will get at least picked up for at least one or two years by another team and I do think whenever they when whenever that team comes and plays Minnesota at the X they will probably do something for him. I, I whenever if whenever they allow fans again and he comes back on another team uh if he does I think they will do a send off well, then. And, I think they we,
2: will. We we did a we did a Koivu thing, right? Did you did you edit that oh, this oh, weekend? Oh Jake? yeah, that
0: that that Koivu tribute video. So I did, I put
2: then, like and uh, all, all these older people on Facebook are like he hasn't passed yet. Yeah, because I, I wrote I wrote
0: gone but not forgotten at the end of the video. Yeah. Like, oh like, like I put gone, not forgotten at the end of the video. Goodbye, number nine. But people should get it. Like, goodbye, yeah, Minnesota. Just, everyone, had, everyone, everyone had to inform Jake that Miko Koivu was in fact, alive. Oh, th- yeah. th- thank, thank you, sir. And what,
2: what was the, like? Like, 2005 to 2020. So we thought, like, a teenager died in
3: an auto accident or something. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. No. A teenager who had puberty at 11. Uh, dude. I, I didn't do that But I, it might have been the music I'm blanking on the song I put in there I what? will Re- remember
2: oh, yeah. you But it was that, kind of the what
0: bit else, But what else do you That is the it's, bit It's kind that, of a bit Oh
3: it ain't Yeah, yeah then, There's I, that, I, one, there's that almost, one too
0: I almost thought about putting that in there, that which it wouldn't made not as much sense because you would think it'd be like uh, like he was an impounded dog or something. <laughs> yeah, a, well,
4: I mean, so he wants if he wants to play again, that would be his but, kind of pitch to other teams. You but know? Like, but
0: yeah, it was funny to see comments like he's not dead.
2: It's like oh yeah, no shit. <laughs> it's like, uh, like yeah, do you want to pick up Miko Koivu in the Habitat for Humanity? Like <laughs> yeah. he, he's been with the league for a while. He's a seasoned veteran, but he, he will love you, like I promise. Yeah, yeah sir, Sarah, Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah. They make you feel terrible because I didn't. I for didn't Million adopt
4: a, cat. a year, you can have this great defensive center to play on your fourth line not score many goals
3: you know one thing i don't get about you know some of the hardest of the hardcore hockey fans self-proclaimed state of yep, hockey yep. um is that whether it's the koivu thing you know uh eric stall traded yep. to the sabers from for marcus johansson i'm not going to pretend to know anything about johansson other than he's younger i think he's a winger and we're going to play center he's only 29 as you mentioned he's younger But it's like, you look at this team and you're saying, what do you need? You need speed and you need skill. And you love Eric Stahl and everything he's given us, but he did not give us speed or too much skill over the last year and a half ever since we extended him. And so that's worrisome, right? So you want to get younger, you want to get faster, you want to get more potentially explosive. So you, you make that move and then it's like, well... Why the hell would you do that? Right. Why, we, we love Ever, Eric yeah. Stahl. Look at all the goals that he gave us three seasons ago. And it's just, it's, sometimes it's hard keeping up with the yeah. emotional connection that we make with players. Like, you know, I, I can't remember which one of you said you love Koivu. I yeah. love Koivu. Yeah. I got his jersey upstairs. Uh, I'm 35, so I have enough self-respect other than when I'm at the X. I do not wear jerseys. <laughs> uh, but uh, but I have one. And I love Koivu. But it was time, yeah. right? And with Eric Stahl... It was time for him, too. And, you know, Bukestad coming yep. in, like you can see, you kind of get some rhyme and reason to what Garen's trying to do. But what Garen's saying is quite obvious, you know, much like what we're saying about the Vikes over the first two weeks, this team isn't very good. And since we can't change two specific contracts that are over here that we won't mention, then we got to figure out how to maneuver all this other stuff. And, I, and, and so because I'm not a hardcore hockey fan, I'm not going to get too far down the judgment or analysis or big grand scale opinion line of it. But um, I see that he wants to change the entire framework of a team that makes the playoffs and, hey, you know, get uh, get room service for five days and then you go home because you don't stay there very long. So I'm, I'm cool with the moves that Garen's making. I don't know about you guys. Um, but dad other than well Bugestad's been yeah. hurt for like three yep, straight yeah. years so, so you know but he's a Minnesota kid so naturally you know Blaine Bengals let's that go girl, yeah, uh, you play, know, uh, Ayuma. Yeah. and he's and he's he started so strong and yeah. so fast for the Panthers yeah. and uh, but then it's kind of tailed off so what does he have I think he's 28 29 now too so but getting younger, yeah. I think, is a cool A topic, an obvious A topic for the wild. And Garen's trying to do that, so you can't hate on him for trying to change a team that consistently exits in the first round of the I mean, playoffs.
4: Exactly. Everyone when you look at people that complain about stall all the time. He's so slow, he's so this, and we trade him and you see everyone freaking out that we traded. They just him, like, hate country. change though.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, Minnesota really quick. Really Speaking of stall, did yeah. you guys see did you guys see his social media video oh, he, he did he is with not Buffalo? To be in Buffalo? So awkward. At all. He was just like uh, just, he's yeah yeah yeah, he's he, not happy. yeah but he was like hey <laughs> buffalo fans eric Stahl checking in just <laughs> excited to play for a big hockey market yeah yeah gonna try
3: and work out one season to my deal and yeah. hopefully move yep. on
2: it, it uh it re- yeah yep. reminded me of when you give a kid like when you're like the uncle and you give a kid a christmas present and like he hates it and his parents are like what do you say and he's like Thank you for the present, <laughs> Uncle Jack. And you're oh, sitting wow. there, and you're like, "You're welcome, buddy." That's like the oh, Buffalo Sabers yeah. social media yeah. team.
0: Oh, thank you. <laughs> he is a, he so is a good much. fit over there in Buffalo. They
4: got speed on the top line. They needed someone, you know, a veteran guy to get in there with those young guys. So, I mean, it is a good trade altogether, in my opinion. But
0: but it is Buffalo, so <laughs> <Yeah>. that's <laughs> not uh, really for Stahl's point
4: it's of it's view. All
2: careers to go to baller. die as of now. Yeah, no, yeah, that's a good point.
0: But. Yeah, we'll see what happens with that. I, I want to move into I want to move into a very exciting uh, segment we have here that we're all familiar with here. Nordo is the social simp, the social simp. So that is the social simp is where we all go around and we give our, I guess, well, what we call the social simp. So a guy who said something idiotic on social media, something stupid someone did. On, on social media or anything in any media, really. I mean, say the st- stupid person of the week. I mean, really. I mean, mainly on social media just because we live in that age. But really, we'll go around and say that. Um, Nordo, do you want to go first? Give us your social simp of the week.
3: Yeah, okay. Um, it's quite tough. Social or, or a stamp.
4: group of people that you saw on Twitter that
0: just.
3: Or anywhere, really, yeah. yeah. Well, the problem is, is, you know, 90% of social media is just Simps. pure trash. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it is Hard to choose. lowest common denominator garbage. It's people eating each other alive. <laughs> oh it's God. it's a zombie apocalypse. It's, it's absolutely terrible. Um, but I, here's what I'll say. And this is no, how do I do this? Okay. So there's this USA Today writer, I believe her name's Chris. Oh, I know and, where this is uh, going. And so she's, she's covered sports for a long time. And I think, you know, she's done some really good work. So this is not an indictment of her as a person or anything like that. But she wrote some bit last week, and it got a little play because basically she said the Big Ten has become the oh. new SEC. It has sold its soul to uh, to football. And, you know, obviously pandemic-related here is they decided to return to play. And, uh, and I just – I couldn't have been – more put off I, I'm not really offended by much if anything if it doesn't include my true inner circle but I just I, I just didn't understand or know where she was going with this so I read the article and I, I got the gist of it basically that these colleges are once again taking advantage of these kids uh, and putting them out there putting them at risk you know she she saw somebody uh, probably talking about myocarditis and now you know in the age of rage in this pandemic like everyone's an epidemiologist now everybody knows what myocarditis is like we're all you know we're all doctors on Twitter and she is she is now one as well so Christine Brennan MD who works for USA Today basically destroyed the Big Ten and what really frustrated me about that when I look at the Big Ten is I think you know there's there's a lot of things to look at with how the conference handled this as we saw the sec moving forward the acc moving forward big 12 and the pac-12 and the big 10 you know whether they were planning on starting a trend that everyone followed so they would be trendsetters and it just didn't work it's like hey everybody we're going streaking and then just everyone kept their clothes on that's you know, that exactly what i was going to say is the like kind of if, thing that happened or if or if there was a scenario where they really thought that making it work in the spring was going to be the best option for the games. And, and we'll never really know that what their initial because there was no transparency. That was one of my frustrations is with this conference here, um, you know, all biases out on the table. I love Kevin Warren and I got to know him just working with the fan and with the Vikings when he was COO and this is a guy that is so prepared that the first time he met me, he asked PA three things about me so that he could get to know me before he introduced himself. That's how prepared this guy was. So fast forward to trying to explain why the conference isn't playing football and he doesn't have all the answers. I don't believe that. So what I watched was a group of chancellors and presidents, put Kevin Warren through the meat grinder while they flip-flopped over socio-political and internal related battles that they didn't want to deal with. So they put the conference commissioner out there. Now I don't feel bad for Kevin because he took that job. And much like Roger Goodell, who does the bidding of the NFL owners, Kevin Warren does the bidding of these school presidents and chancellors. So the lack of transparency there really pisses me off. But the key to the, the thing with Brennan that annoys me is we are so pissed at the NCAA, right? We can't believe that the NCAA just pockets millions and hundreds of millions and billions of dollars in TV contracts, merchandise, all of these things for a bunch of kids that don't get paid, right? They're under the guise that's the, the scholarships and all that thing, the, the dream of playing in the NFL that most of these guys will never attain. We know all of that. All these kids want to play, all these kids want to be out there and what changed between March and now October from a virus perspective that altered the frame of the health and safety of the players yeah so in my mind what I saw from a big 10 is big 10 opened up and said yeah we kind of bleeped up here yep this is kind of stupid maybe we played a, we we played a harder hand and we bluffed and we failed so you know what we're gonna do we're gonna let these kids play I thought that the big Ten by making this decision they'll never admit any misgivings or you know poor decision making on their part prior to and they're not going to do that they never will I'm not and I'm, but I'm cool with that because essentially what they did is they retracted the idiocy of a previous decision making a choice with versus letting these kids try they actually for the first time in a long time let the kids do what they want to do which i found to be impressive and so when i see something like christine brennan who covers the sport watches the sport tweeting this melodramatic draconian i think she even said remember this day yeah yeah she she said
2: 20 listen to this this is bananas because i also have a pretty strong opinion on this she said quote unquote these are the this is the darkest day the big 10 has ever seen totally forgetting about what happened penn state football totally forgetting about what happened with michigan state gymnastics and you're saying that them coming back to play when other sports have proven that you can pull it off is the darkest day that is so disrespectful to all the victims of everything else that's happened yeah. in the Big Ten. There's been so many worse things that have happened in this conference, and you're saying that them coming back
0: is the worst? So stupid. That is the stupidest thing I've That yeah. literally made no sense to me when I saw
3: that. It- and so, you know, I'll just wrap this up. I've gone too long on it, but my, my point simply is, is, you know, tweets for me as an individual, I don't see things, you know, and say – wow that you know I can't believe that's so heartless that's so terrible things like that don't stick with me because as we've learned via social media people are stupid Mm -hmm. memory short and average truly means what the majority of people take out of context and think they mean a lot of people's jobs have been lost a lot of opinions have been made that are inaccurate because of the 280 or however many characters you get so I don't take it long but under the frame of what you're talking about the simp of the week the idiot of the week the jackass of the day uh, the stupid tweet of the last you know so many hours Uh, I got to give it to Christine Brennan because the the melodramatic because that's one thing out there right now that I'm not a big fan of is is everything is the greatest everything is the worst everything is the biggest everything yep. is the smallest yeah, polar opposites. Uh, it, we're, we're, li- we're living on extreme spectrums in a lot of different manners of our lives right now which is terrible where most of us are right here in the middle and so um, I was just kind of annoyed by it and I thought that the Big Ten actually should have not not necessarily been vindicated uh, vindicated but certainly have been supported yeah uh, by actually by making a decision in favor of the kids choosing their destination so that's where i'm at well yeah i was christine brennan <laughs> do better next Social Simp
0: christine yeah. yeah exactly i don't i don't know why she was criticized and then coming back usually with these large bureaucratic organizations they usually are really hard to overturn their decision and they did that like you got to praise them for them listening and actually come wanting to come back and it's great it's awesome so that that when i saw that too i was like this is this is one of the, probably the dumbest one of the dumbest tweets of 2020. Mm-hmm.
3: Like of all yeah. that happened so. Yeah.
0: But yeah, definitely that yeah.
3: Might be might be one of the dumbest tweets of yeah. the week, but let's just yeah. think back from yes. the pandemic yes. standpoint.
0: Let's not, not do a yearly thing. Let's
3: figure out how to t- yeah. Let's type jazz nuggets correctly. <laughs> let's do some other things as it relates to social yep. justice. Yeah. Let's right. you know, let's there's a lot of tweets out there that you, they're in the yep. mist right now and you can't exactly. take them back.
0: Well, that we appreciate that social simp because that definitely like encapsulates that perfectly. But, Zuch, do you want to give your social simp for the okay. week?
4: Okay. So, I follow this guy on Twitter. It's called Charlie Intel Call of Duty News. He's got like 1.7 million <laughs> followers. Call of Duty News. I mean, this week he decided to come out and tweet that skill-based matchmaking, if you don't know what that is, it basically... A game that matches you with players at your skill level, so you know you're not playing against dudes who are way better than you. He basically said if you enjoy that in a video game, that you are a failure in life and you are going nowhere.
2: Oh, a failure and, in life—that's uh, quite I the just, accusation. I mean,
4: I just thought it was funny because he's trying to compare success in real, like the real world, to pressing buttons on a you know video game. So I that that is just so preposterous and dumb. So that is my social simp of the week. <laughs> None. Millions of brain cells lost. Millions of brain cells for
0: lost. For millions of maybe, dollars.
2: Yeah.
4: Nothing. Mm. Mm. Yep. That's just ridiculous yep. to me. But, that, but this isn't a pro gamer, people, right? This know, is a guy who a comment, com- no, comments it's, 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 on pro It's a guy who dedicated his life to covering a video game, and he's trying to tell people, basically, if you aren't you know, competing every day and grinding that 8 to 10 hours to make money in video games, like Nordo just said, you're a failure. So, I mean, I, that's just preposterous and a very simpy thing to say. It's like Believe okay, it or not, then. yeah, there so, are I thousands mean, of other professions I out mean, there. No, yeah, yeah. Some people like work a nine to five job and come home to, you know, play an hour of video games and then go to bed and do it all like, again. Yeah. yeah, and they, 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 don't, they don't, they, wanna, wanna, they, they don't want to get wrecked
2: by the kids who sit there dude, for ten hours. They don't want to
4: get wrecked by someone who has couch lint infused into his ass because he sat there <laughs> and played it the whole day. Like
0: I mean, yeah, yeah, seriously I mean. though. There's a guy who's streaming on Twitch religiously right. asking for subscribers right. and like probably still making good money, but it's like, no, I don't want to play against those. I want to just, I do it casually. Right. I that, that, it that's,
2: that's, that's like saying, yeah, when I get done with work, I just want to go play a fun round of golf. Well, you're playing match play against Tiger today. <laughs> yeah, you Every day. Up, you got a match against.
3: <laughs> Have
0: fun, bud. You're not playing real golf. I yeah, hope this makes you feel a lot better about Tigers. yourself.
3: Right. <laughs> God. See, that's a great, that's a great point though. I mean, that's one thing, you know, me as a very casual, I mean, I was really good at Mario Kart on SNES. Yes. Yep and I and I can I could ruin your guys's day with some proxies and gold no. <laughs> nine. but the thing is uh, when it comes to PlayStation when it comes to Xbox and all of those things I mean I got like Madden 17 laying around somewhere I mean I, I just don't video game very much but I am shocked like I'm like I know guys like basically uh, if you want to go like poker stars you could go on you could play a table game or whatever and make money there's like gaming sites where you can go play for cash yeah. against people like this this is its own. It's not even really a cottage industry right now where you see sports franchises that are having esports oh, yeah. teams and things like that. Like it's it's a real deal. But, you know, I, I'm glad you guys bring that up because there are way more people like me and, and maybe you guys out there that might be really good at one game, but really good to yeah. you. You know, it's like winning a house game yeah. of poker. Uh, you go on, you go online, you just get, you know, smacked yep. up. Uh, the, you, the there's no contest. So if you actually want to have fun, I don't want to play against the guy that's no. making millions exactly. of dollars in Call of Duty. I want to play against you know the three year old <laughs> that can barely no hold the controller. Yeah. yeah. So, well, so, and hey, so hey, keep... hey,
2: if 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 I want that and that makes me a failure at life, then i s- Then I'll sign my court my cardboard
0: yeah. box.
3: Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Seriously, I'll do that any day of the week thing, the one thing I'll say about this, though, so with the, and I, I like the premise of this, but you know what it points out? It points out how pointless right. social media is right. in some yeah. respects. Where, you know, if if that guy, that guy couldn't, you know, if if we were talking in person, you know, the, you, you would laugh at me if I said you guys are a, failure are in. Love life if you know you don't understand the double a gap blitz or blah 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 you know whatever you know those sorts of things or you're a failure in life if if you have to dumb it down or you know use a t when you hit a baseball or play against lower quality call of duty players like that's just all ridiculous but you you can you can speak with that with that uh with that bravado and that arrogance and that again, that melodramatic, elevated state of atmosphere in the digital world. And and I'm just glad that you guys, and I hope more people out there are just like, you're an idiot. Right. That's just yeah. dumb. Yeah. You know, I'm going to call I, you I out dude, for I can't it. Even, I can't even let that occupy my mind space yeah. anymore today. I feel dumber
4: for reading that. <laughs> yeah. I, I close Twitter at least 10 times a day. I'm like, I'm done for the day, and then I'm back on it. Like, <laughs> yeah, this, this is later. T- Twitter. Twitter is why the bit exists, yep, because there's exactly. just
2: idiots all over the place. I mean, it
4: gave everyone – it gave every person a platform to go through. You know, tell everybody. At least, with, well, at least
2: with the video, the video and picture platforms, they can only record themselves, which half of them don't have the balls to do. But anyone can make a Twitter or Facebook account. Yeah. Put that stupid little Eggs. default black and white profile picture yeah. with some random username and just be a total dingus and yep. get away with it.
3: Spell words. Some people totally are even wrong. Being serious. Yes, yeah, just nobody stands behind their name, man. I mean, and that's yeah. where keyboard warriors. You know, and you know, I'm not. You know, I I don't how do I explain this without being insensitive I'm not a person that's like you know oh I feel bad let's let's hug everybody that's it's a kumbaya universe that I want to try and create this utopian paradise where we all it's just it's just kisses and warm fuzzies all day that's not me but you can appreciate the concept especially with younger individuals where I'm 35 so oh four ish I got my first Facebook account really when it expanded expanded outside of the northeast And so that would have made me 22-ish or 2021 ish at the time. There are 12-year-olds on Facebook right now seeing this stuff. There are, you know, teenagers that still are, you know, they got enough of a bad time at school and I could just go home and shut it off. Right. There was no social media if I had an awful day. Uh, But now they're living that and they're living in it and they're, they're giving it more credibility than it deserves. And there's just, there's a real, really uh, uh, destructive, Part of that, I think that is negative. Where we're all these these eggheads on. What is it, are they eggs? the, the, yep, the they, eggs they, used eggs. Eggs.
2: they used it's to be Twitter. our burner account is the eggs, but I don't I don't think it's a, the okay. default is the egg anymore. I think
3: it's just a black and white.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh my god! So they did change it. I thought Okay,
3: so whether it's the eggs on Twitter or it's the you know whatever on right. Facebook, like they're just allowed to say whatever they want. Yep. Allowed so they get credence. And it's just. Wow. The thing is,
4: anyone can listen to it too. So I mean, someone could read it and think it's real, and then that person goes and tells their friends what they just heard. Next thing you like, know, oh, that's the
2: new, God. that's the next truth. Yeah, that's and, the definition it, exactly. behind fake news, right yep. there. Yep. Jake, what's it's your, of,
0: who's your, who's yeah, your social who's your simp? simp? Oh, you know who my social simp is this oh, week. God. I'm finally calling him out. Our very own Nordo knows who this is. Our very own Andy Bourjan, <laughs> uh, who you've, uh, <laughs> who you've, you've been in contact with. And you may be... F- did Andy say? Oh, well, it's not, it's not what he says. It's more of an action. More of an action. So I don't know if you notice this. I don't know how often like, you necessarily tweet to notice this. But we have noticed that Andy probably likes every single one of our tweets and then others that we know their tweets within a matter of probably less than 0. .0001 seconds. Literally, every tweet we put out... It's faster, the, he, it's, faster it, than it's, a robot. Literally, we'll put something out, a tweet, and it'll load, and it'll already have a heart and a one by it, and we're like, what the mm-hmm. hell? Andy B. And we'll put out, like, four or five of these a day. He's a loyal, and he's, he's liking, loyal he's fan. He's either he's hacking. He's either using... Doing something. I said he's either using a bot that he's, like, selectively liking tweets because he is not only being the first person to like tweets but he's he's liking them in a matter of a second it's crazy he's man. every tweet he's like religiously refreshing the twitter page and it's just it kind of creeps me out and it's I, beyond it, human capability it, that's what I'm I, I don't know what he's doing I, I i he literally is refreshing the page every second of every day yeah, liking it's every nice single tweet have a like
3: on your tweet right yeah I you're mean, i mean, I mean yo. Know, got going on like nine to five what's, what's i think he, i
0: think he works at a campground so i'd imagine he's bored a lot <laughs> yeah. during the week yeah. during the week at least i bet weekends are a shit weekends, show. Oh yeah
3: God.
0: yeah yeah i just i i uh i i don't i it happened like one day i'm like oh whatever and then uh, before you know it you start noticing a trend and then you go on the home feed and you'll see all these tweets and he'd be liked and he'd be liked and he'd be like is <laughs> <Just> there a, <laughs> is there a
2: word for like a hot
0: liker it has got to be a word for
3: it. I hate on a cheerleader. I <laughs> know, <laughs> that's a good point.
0: We'd rather have hey. him than than the right. haters because we got right. plenty of those other places. No, no, we, we love Andy. He, he helps us out. Um, it's just sometimes a, a, a sometimes little weird. Sometimes you got to call him out. Sometime, sometimes sometimes we'll post a tweet, and I'll be like the fourth tweet of the day, and we'll, uh, he'll do it for the fourth time. I'm like, dude, this is the fourth time at a different time. How are you still refreshing the <laughs> Twitter gotta respect this often? But, you know, no, he's committed. He's dedicated to this bit. But when you do see it happening to other people, too, it's kind of weird. It's <laughs> like, Andy, tone it down, buddy. It, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a little odd, but it's like, pipe back, Andy. and a little bit, okay? Um just a you're, little you're, bit. You're, you're a social simp for the first time. But we don't want to do it again. It, it, it's, we've given that to Bubba way oh, too yeah. much.
4: Bubba's been a social simp a few
3: times. <laughs> <Does> it, <laughs> Bubba just a few tweets times. at Nordo, do you want to come eat chicken nuggets? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do most of my tweeting from the toilet, to be honest yeah. with you. So if you ever see other than live sports related bits, so if you ever see like I'm on a likeathon or there's like several related tweets, I'm gonna tweet at you. You just you, Nardo's on the toilet. You know that I'm sick or something. Yeah. Yeah, let the fans
0: know. <laughs> Notice on the toilet right now, guys. This is what's going on. Uh, but yeah, have no fear. <laughs> that, 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 that's that's gotta be my uh, social simp. Just had to do it, boss man. What's who's your what or who is your social simp this week? So, my,
2: my social simp this week is the entire group of Vikings Twitter. Oh, God. Now, let, let, let's, let, let's, dial, let's dial this back to a few days ago, right? So, there's, there, there's a stat that says uh, the Vikings haven't beat the Colts since 1997. Now, I wasn't just saying that to everybody. Yes, I did tweet it the morning of, but well before then, people have just been sending me hate, like, tweeting at me, like, I have friends texting me, like your quarterback's trash. There's at least two picks coming today when they had absolutely no reason to do that. Not and I'd get it if the Vikings blew out Green Bay and the Colts got blown out by Jacksonville I'd be like, "Yeah, you know what? You, got, you guys have earned some trash talk." These people are just coming at me at halftime. Uh, I get people saying, "Calm down, it's halftime." I'm <laughs> like, "I'm like, what the hell?" And actually to believe believe it or not, you guys were there with me. I am very I'm a very respectful fan, you know. I wasn't shit talking. Well, Colts I wasn't, fans wasn't are s- pretty respectable. I wasn't in screaming general. in your face. But I have all these random delusional Vikings fans who are just fucking coming after me for no reason. And, you know, it, it may... Are you
3: from Indianapolis?
2: No, so I actually grew up I grew up kind of on the border uh, in Hudson. So I, I dealt with a lot of Vikings fans, a lot of Packers fans. I, I, I actually hated both of them. Peyton Manning came to town. My grandpa had season tickets to the Dome. I watched Peyton Manning. I'm a little kid. You know, I'm easily influenced. I like Peyton Manning. You were in Indianapolis. It, I haven't actually been there. I was gonna go there this year because I have a buddy who lives by the stadium. I had tickets. I was gonna get tickets and everything. Was booking my trips. COVID happened.
3: That's it. That's all she wrote. I mean, you could go to go to Indy once the purge ends. It's actually kind of a cool um, convention town. Yeah. I mean, that was that was the plan Uh, until the. No, I'm just kidding. Indy, Indy sucks. I mean, it's just it's it's the middle of nowhere. It's it's awful. The city Uh, sucks, but Lucas Oil Oil is is awesome.
2: Now, I would now, trust me. Yeah. I wouldn't go anywhere, nor do I, I wouldn't go anywhere beyond the bars around the stadium and the stadium. I I could care less about the rest of the city. Maybe the brickyard. Mm-hmm. I would guess I'd I'd throw the brickyard in the mix. Maybe I don't know. Maybe a, well, that's the that's the NASCAR the NASCAR track right. It's the Indy I think 500 so hundred where they all I think so they all, yeah. they all kiss the. I'm not a NASCAR guy, but. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I was, the whole plan was to go there this year, and the, the the pandemic happened, and you know, here I am now, another year watching them on illegal Reddit streams, and <laughs> you know, I guess that's how we will get by. But the Vikings Twitter, they got what they deserve. That's what you get for coming after me. I mean, I've got, I got, I'm wearing a Phillips Rivers jersey here. Um, you know, I doubled down on the guy. We'll still still see how that happens and how that plays out. But you know, Vikings Twitter, you've earned social simp this week.
0: It is Vikings Twitter is toxic though. As a Vikings they'll,
4: fan, they'll tweet that at you. And then tweet twenty minutes later saying how bad the Vikings are. It's just you can't you can't win with Vikings fans, really.
2: Yeah, I mean, I didn't take offense to it. It just was just kind of like, come on, guys. They just they flip.
4: Have some self respect. Just gotta, you just gotta watch the game.
3: I don't know. I mean, it's it's kind of our bubble in Minnesota, so I, I'm all I'm all in on that. I mean, there's volatility and and all that, but. I mean, I read. I, I've read a lot of stuff, uh, and other fan bases oh, yeah. can be just as nasty. Yeah, not, uh, fans are very uh, go find out, how, you know, TikTok. Oh my god! Go find out how many Carson Wentz nope. fans there are oh, in Philly god, right I now. Mean. You know, do you know Adam Gates walking in Manhattan right now? I wonder how that would work out. Is that a like, real bit? Of I mean,
4: Philly, other- Philly's uh, announcers like. Pumping in the booing into the stadium was that real? Or that, was that... That,
2: I, I would imagine that's real. They the they, they real gameplay
4: boos pouring into the like Carson Wentz threw an incompletion. They're running off the field and it was it was booing like it was booing. Booing I was like, their I, own I thought players. They cheering and they was booing them at home. I'm like wow. That's yeah, possible. I, yeah.
3: Now Philly's a unique place. I've I've been to Indy uh, six now uh, with the comments I was asking you, but. Oh, yeah. Philly, I don't know if you guys have been there at all. Lincoln Financial is kind of a badass field. I've been there to watch uh, some Army-Navy games. and the, But Philly football fans are the worst. I mean, they are just scary human beings. These are guys where it's like, you know, some guy asks you if you want help washing your window, you know, in a dark alley somewhere, you'd say no thanks. If you see a guy in a Donovan McNabb jersey walking down the street in South Philly, you might want to cross <laughs> the street. Oh, these they- guys are crazy. Uh, they're they're. They're hardcore. They love their team, man. But if, if you're Carson Wentz right now, yeah. just stay home. I, I, I loved how, speaking of Philly
2: fans, how they, uh, they greased up the light poles in the uh, NFC Championship a few years ago. And then... The Super Bowl happened, and the city of Philadelphia basically said, "There's nothing we can do. We're just gonna let it happen." Yeah, because <laughs> you know, like whether whether Philly wins or loses that Super Bowl, like that city's rioting. Oh, yeah, no I mean, the fact it. that they riot for the NFC Championship as bad as they did. I mean, you had guys in their boxers on top of a burning van. You had you know guys. Uh, what was it just eating horse shit? Yeah, in the they streets? eat yep. horse shit off the ground. Yeah, yep. I mean, just I mean, I guess that's celebrating.
3: Yeah, how about that? They're like, "Hey, uh, hey, Philly, hey, Philly, police! Uh, oh, you guys are going to grease the poles. Well, I'm going yeah. to eat that <laughs> we horse." We
4: won a football game. So Act, yeah, yeah, we won the
3: championship. I'm going to eat horse feces. <laughs> There's yeah, all these accusations. That totally makes sense. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you this. I don't know. I don't know if it's ever going to happen. And you're right. Vikings Twitter is negative. That's not a bad simp of the week, especially given what's going on. But. If the Vikings were to win a Super Bowl, there's going to be yeah. people in oh, yeah. poop. Go Someone d- already made the bet. Down. Yeah, you already know. Yeah, somebody outside of Southern Herbs is just <laughs> going to be mashing. <laughs> and uh, but we we are we are this city is begging. This city is begging oh God, for no. a championship. If the Vikings are the one to give it, give it. Just move out of. Just get Retro out. Well, it. If, okay. be- if
2: you guys want to make this, if you guys want to make this bit whole, then what we need to do is, if the Vikings are going to the Super Bowl and it's looking, it's looking like it might happen, you need to make some phone calls and get some police horses in Minneapolis because I <laughs> did. I don't think they even have police or horses. I guess we don't need police horses. We could just do get actually horses. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Just and, ju- and just and just be like, yeah, feed those horses some uh, some fiber, some fiber, fiber, and, fiber, and, uh, fiber before and, the game. We'll walk the streets and people will eat the nice shit. Bets. Full circle. No,
3: see, <laughs> see you don't get it. You don't get it because in Philly they eat horse poop. In Minneapolis, given that we, we are, are higher are, you know, class, we are highfalutin. We are very self. We are very self righteous here. I mean, you know what we're going to do is we're going to break into one of those gated dog parks. And then eat, we're gonna eat some high class so, so dog, dog poop, so
2: poodle poop. Some so in, pe- in Philly, they right. eat poop right. off the
3: street. We eat the uh, yeah. this yeah. is purebred. We, yeah. we yeah. eat some yeah. purebred shit.
2: Yep.
0: <laughs> some,
2: non, <laughs> but, some non some non some non GMO because you got to look out for you know your body. Yeah. You yeah you, oh you got to be healthy. Yeah. You got to right.
0: have a healthy celebration of the championship. Well, you you could know?
2: go full circle to the Habitat for Humanity. I bet they're looking for a place to get yep. rid of their shit. So yep. We're if, helping if, out if, the planet. If, if you can't, if you can't buy an animal, you can at least clean up the shit. Yep,
0: we're helping the planet. We're recycling it in a very healthy way. You're welcome, way. Minnesota. You're welcome, Minnesota. I, I know we've been we've been kind of going on here. Before we wrap this up, we want to do a quick segment we do here called uh, boom and bust, where we just go around quick, give our boom and bust for the week. Boom, positive thing that happened during the week. The bust, a negative thing. Really anything. I mean, from sports to anything in your life, whatever. Nordo, you wanna you wanna hit it first.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, for me, a couple of booms. Well, a, a few booms. booms. Um, the uh, so I got I got twin five year old girls. They just started kindergarten. That's been a really cool experience. So that's kind of an awe thing. Uh, second boom would be my coworker Zach yep, Halverson yep. as you guys have heard. He uh, came back to work after really a nasty yep. battle with COVID. So um, it's just it's awesome to see him back. And, uh, you know, he's getting his energy together. It's still kind of a process with him. And he had a real bad, but, uh, but he's doing better. So that's that's a really positive thing. That's a boom. Um, sports-related boom would be that high school football. The uh, State High School League voted earlier today uh, for those that play volleyball. And then for those that play football, you're actually yep. going to get to play this fall, which is really cool. So first game, it sounds like for football, is October 9th weird six game slate two weeks of playoffs uh but i'm happy for some of those kids i mean not even so much like if you're a high school kid that has d1 aspirations but there's a lot of these kids especially with as big as these high schools can be you know they didn't get to be with varsity until their senior year and so that was going to be taken from him uh from them and whatever pie in the sky, similar to the big 10, the idea of playing football in the spring. If you're some of these small schools up north, you're some of these small schools that may not have the cool stadiums or the heated field or the field turf, you know, your, your idea of playing on that tundra in early March probably wasn't going to happen. So it sounds like now it will, which is really awesome for those kids. So that's, that's a big boom for me as of today. In terms of my bust, man, I don't really have a bust outside. Like personal life's good. You know, work life is is busy. I'm just, I'm a little down right now that I'm covering yeah. this god-awful football yeah, team. Like, suck. I mean, this is a team that I invest so much emotion into every year. Uh, clearly, it's a big part of our show, 9 to noon. And and I'm watching things that I don't understand. And so it, it would be easier if we were a bad team Uh, across the board and we didn't have a team that made the playoffs and won a game in the playoffs last year and just say, yep, Hey, you know what? We we were tanking for Trevor and you know, whatever, but this is a team that, May not win a Super Bowl, but certainly is better than what we've seen through two weeks. And that—that's my biggest bust. I, I hate to do it, my favorite team, but they're a bust and a half yep. uh, through two weeks. So that's where I'm at. More booms. That's a good than rate. Bust, that's I a good think, to a bust oh, ratio. Good th- yes.
2: we're
0: usually at one to one. So yeah. yeah, that's pretty good, especially in Minnesota here when there can be so much to be you know sad about. So mm-hmm. we found positives and all the negatives. There we go, go. Uh, Bossman. You want to give your booms and busts for the week?
2: Yeah, so uh, my boom is that everyone's favorite short video platform, TikTok, has been saved. You know, there's been ta- there's been talks about the ban. Uh, as weird as it is, uh, Oracle and Walmart are teaming up to buy American operations, so we can all fuel our crippling addictions for another ten hours a day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, oh, of course they are. are. Oracle's handling the tech, and and Walmart's just going to deliver great value at great prices. You, even though Walmart probably still has <laughs> well, ties to China, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, oh, so does okay. Oracle. It doesn't Oracle. make any sense it, to me. But you know, I guess,
4: I guess. Are you? We are big TikTok you know, guys. Our, our 10k account. Our 10k actually is. Uh, we we've grown it pretty big here in this summer. Yeah, so. like
0: thirteen thousand
2: followers yeah. about now. Uh ten yeah. K takes. Yeah. 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 So I mean we're 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 more visual guys. We're not yeah. we kinda of started off as writers, but we, we make a lot more short videos and memes and kind of videos of us doing stupid shit and it plays. So you yeah. know the fact it works that works we, well. We have the plat platform to keep it going. Oh right. hey.
3: You don't have to explain that to me. It makes, I mean, video clearly makes more or gets more eyeballs and attention than print. So that's cool. I've never logged on to TikTok. so I, I, Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's,
2: I don't even know how you describe yeah. it. You can find anything from sports highlights to cooking videos. To cooking videos, to teenagers dancing, which seems to, to, to be the popular songs. thing. Um,
0: and yeah, literally you'll find just like, uh, a dumb ass, a dumbass video of someone poorly dancing to a stupid song it gets like 3 million likes Yeah, yeah. makes it's, absolutely it's, no it's sense. You're zooming
4: in on the heads that they're doing now and all they're doing is like mouthing words. Yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah,
2: half, half like, the half the app work? is 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 terrible. But, but there is some great our, but content. But our half of
0: but yeah, our half wrong. of the, our half of the app is dope. We make yeah. TikTok great. Yeah. That's what we do.
3: Yeah. Um All right. I might start TikTok. You should, honestly.
0: You'll enjoy it. Oh, no, we don't dance. We don't dance. But uh Jake,
3: Jake does
2: Jake does a Jake does a pretty good Kirk Cousins oh, impression. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh <laughs> What do you want me to do it? No, I don't well, want to do it. Well the problem is, is Nordo can't see no, us. No, he can't
0: see me. You gotta add this. the look. Apparently yeah. I look like Kirk Cousins too. Well,
3: to, we'll to... if it well uh oh, at w- oh, or Wop? something. If yeah. he raps that song On a TikTok video, I'll watch that. I'll like it
2: ten times. Dude, have you have you guys heard the the lyrics to that song? How like,
0: if your mom found out about that,
4: it's like
2: we'll put that on Facebook for all my aunts and uncles (laughs) to see. Oh, so this is what this is what this is what Jack's doing with his time now. (laughs) Saying they're talking about that dangly thing in the back (laughs) of my throat. (laughs) That's a great thing to talk about. Your mom would love that.
3: Yeah. Yeah, what's the highest rated video for? Uh, well, it's yeah. uh, Boss Man uh, singing <laughs> "Wet Ass Pussy." Wet ass pussy. Yeah. And you get Wait.
2: and you get Cardi B, and it's funny because Cardi B and Offset are married, and they have like a six year old daughter, and it's yep. like, oh, yep. she, she she she's gonna grow up and be like, this is my mommy and daddy, and <laughs> Cardi B sitting there grinding on his face,
4: basically. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean seriously though You gotta think about things like, they, That's where on. the society's going it folks really, Whether it, we like it, it or not
0: Bubba it. should just be the one to sing it Because he's already apparently singing Cardi B stuff Remember that video of him like yelling at his mom He was singing, trying to sing some other yep, Cardi yeah. B song He was like
2: oh, was yeah. He wasn't yeah. singing screaming anything right mom. He was just
0: screaming a Cardi B song at her and she was getting so. No, no. Irritated. I probably
2: out of everyone here, I'm probably the worst rapper. I feel like I am. You I don't ever, know if you guys I, ever I, attempted.
0: I know you're a good rapper. I, but, but yeah,
2: I've never even. So right. I've never even attempted a rap. Before. I've been hammered. But start.
0: no. Well, wait, wait. So what
2: happens when you're hammered? Do you attempt
0: it at least? <laughs> I've attempted it. Yeah. How does? I've it tried sound? to freestyle. I don't know because I'm not hammered. <laughs> I would have to. You have to get hammered to tell me to try to freestyle. I would probably try to do it. But no one has ever. You got to initiate it.
2: Maybe like a.
3: I think. Here's what you need to do. Guaranteed you'll be a great rapper is just do Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby, Karaoke every single place you go. So you do that 10 to 15 times. You start to feel like the basic beat. Okay. You're feeling, you know, Detroit Avenue, like you do that enough times. And I think that you can, then if you know how words rhyme and you have Google in front of you, guaranteed, you can have an album out that's at least as good as
2: what is. Yeah, (laughs) I think. Well, I think too. We need to start small. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. Ice, ice, baby is a good. You can't just start with rap god. No, you can't just start on Eminem. No, want to be a
0: rap god? Rap god? Yeah. All right.
2: Who's your bust? My bust. bust, Yeah, Yeah. I do have a bust. uh, Our bust is. He's got a bust. Is uh, all fantasy football owners who have Saquon, which happens to be the 10k media team. So GG to us, but you know, I, I don't. I don't know what else to say. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks. Every, everyone has it, it happens to every team. You know, you have your you have your big injury, and some have it more, worse than others. But we we did draft Jonathan Taylor, who was not going to get as much action as he is now. So he's at least that's good. He's overachieving. Yeah, we got a at least uh, running back. Uh, uh, we got
4: it, Chubb and Taylor. That's yeah. Solid. We'll
2: be we'll be fu- we'll be fine. It just sucks. And for all the people who drafted him in, in the first round, um, our condolences go to you. Could and and Chubb, ever, everyone Taylor on Facebook is going to be like. Dang. Boss man, he didn't die. Like, why are you talking like he died? No, he's it, out of fantasy football. Which in the, in the average fan's mind, he is dead.
0: <laughs> yes. Well, you don't want people no. to tear up their knees. Yep. I mean, there are
3: long term implications yeah. associated with this. So, um, no, I'm it with sucks. you. That is kind of a bust because, as much as like you know earlier, it feels like six hours ago when we were talking about Major League Baseball not marketing their stars. The NFL is. Is mm-hmm. born of stars, and when one of its uh, certainly massive studs in this game tears his ACL on a team, by the way, that has nothing. Nothing else. He's I mean, not. Daniel he's Jones not the guy. Darius Slayton and Evan Ingram. Daniel Jones is no, not. That, it. that ain't gonna work. So. Oh, and by the way, Will Hernandez, who everybody in Minnesota Vikings Twitter, you know, uh, the simp of the week. Uh, wanted uh, a few years ago. Yeah, just watch some tape on Will Hernandez in his tenure with the Giants, and yeah. you'll reconsider really that. So, um, but uh, but I'm I'm with you, man. man it's Stay tough to of- see
2: a, a guy like him because you know, obviously, like you said, long term implications. He might not come back the same player. I mean, it's it's very possible that you know his, yep. not his whole career is behind him, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it definitely puts kind of a mark on it. And e- even, you know, after the one year of recovery, there, there's more to think about. So it really just sucks for the Giants and kind of for his career, but in the context of my
0: bust, it's fantasy football owners for now. Yeah. We'll see how those, uh, if, if he can if usually to me, it's like 50, 50 when they come back from those ACL injuries, yeah. we'll see what happens, but my, I'm going to move on to my boom and bust. So my boom, we we hit on it, but obviously the Big Ten football coming back, I am ecstatic. I am a diehard Gopher fan. You know, I went to the U of M. I've only missed probably like two home games at TCF Bank Stadium since the stadium opened. I've practically had season tickets with my dad since '09. So when I, it was expected, but when the season was canceled, I was. You know, it's just kind of, like, depressing. Like, I was having withdrawals, like, the first couple weeks when college football was playing around the country or when the Gophers were supposed to start. So now that they're coming back, even though I can't go to the games, more than likely won't be able to. At least I'll still be able to watch him on TV and ease those withdrawals. Still might Well, okay. no,
2: no, you're, you're going to be on the sideline because... Oh, yeah, uh, that's right. Jake, Jake's alter ego is actually the Gophers' onside kicking coach. Yep. His name is Coach Hawk. It's Mike full, Hawk. Full
0: name is Michael Hawk, but he goes by yep. Mike. Go by Mike, call me Coach Hawk, call me Mike Hawk. I, I don't care whatever <laughs> you want to call, but... <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but... We're we're gonna we're gonna try to, but we'll make sure that we'll at least be down in, uh, in. Dang, uh, if we can still make it down to like tailgating or but, do something, get, you know. By we'll the way, try really do quick, that.
2: I think I think Coach Hawk would have been really impressed by Dallas's onside kick yesterday. Yes, oh, don't take, go into take that. Notes. Yeah, that's my I,
0: he could really analyze that, but no, yeah, won't go into that because yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that was uh, that was insane. But my my man. but n- that goes to say you know my boom. I as a huge Goer fan. And ease the withdrawals a little bit. We have Gopher football back on the twenty fourth. Super excited. My bust. I don't know. I just kind. Of, I, I, I guess I kind of wanted to pull, I don't know. Uh, seeing the Dallas Stars in the Stanley Cup. Okay. <laughs> this this I I just it. I'm 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 twenty four years old. Okay. I didn't experience when we lost a hockey team, but whenever I see the Dallas Stars are successful when they're on the front. You know, they're in their, when they're in the spotlight, all I can think is, like, that was our team that probably should have been our team right now. I'm sorry. Like, that was our team. We probably, could, probably should have been our team right now, even if it's 30 years later. You call me delusional, but it sucks that they – and it also brings back things of, like, oh, well, the North Stars was one of the greatest names of all time, and Norm Green sold the naming rights, and you didn't even see that happen with all the other – that doesn't even happen. Like, when the Browns left, they, they didn't – become the baltimore browns or when the winnipeg jets even went to what atlanta when they came back i mean they held the naming rights and now you see the dallas stars doing well and they practically have our name have our history <laughs> they have our name up in and the rafters. they have they have fucking players up in their rafters from the north stars so i see them in the in the stanley cup i i it just or doing really well it brings back just like at anguish that my dad probably just gave to me because i didn't grow up during that but still but I, I hope tampa bay beats them but i just have uh Norm Green still sucks, hundred <laughs> percent. That's That's my bust. I probably just went, I went. off in like a tangent of like no one else probably thinks like, well, let's get over it. Like it was thirty years no, ago. No, <laughs> I
3: wasn't even alive. The, the only thing I. Th- the only thing I think about that, and it's it sounds stupid, and it, this is more fatalist than I'll ever get about the sports that I love but if the north stars had stayed to your point it is one of the coolest nicknames yeah. it makes sense it's us it's it define i mean it's it's perfect um and, and admittedly it's better than the wild i mean there, there's no doubt about that so um eventually we would have had a different owner yeah eventually we would have had maybe even similar gms in place and I hate to be a fatalist about it, we'd be right yeah, here no. where we are. We'd be talking about the North Stars. Yep. Um, man, you know, they could use some speed and some – he's <laughs> yeah. not doing his thing. Uh, can we get some stability in the goaltending? Is Alex Daylock the long-term answer? I mean, we'd probably be in the same spot, yep. but we'd have some badass jerseys.
0: Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, you, yeah well, I was going to say, it, yeah, it's a bit of a stretch to say this would be our team right now because that's a huge what if. But the biggest thing is is we, we would have had yep. – med- yeah, yep. the '99 Stanley Cup, and that they br- kept bringing up that picture last time they won the Stanley Cup, 1999. I'm like, if anything, that would have been our team with Madonna. <laughs> we would have had Madonna. But the biggest thing is, could you imagine like a revitalized or refurbished North Stars j- logo and jersey on what oh, they've done over the last thirty years? Like that would have had throwback. a sick ass jersey. Yeah, the throwbacks uh, would have been so that cool. been oh, sweet. Dude, that would just been. But now, what sucks and, like, is Dallas Stars. They birds. own that. Like technically, that's the Dallas Stars throwback jersey. Makes absolutely no sense. And they're sense. not going
2: to put North Star on their jersey because they're in the South. It doesn't they're the, <laughs> the South. They're the stars.
0: They're the stars. But when, when I just see them being successful, it just brings up those thoughts and all that shit. Like, oh, they could have been still North Stars here. We had a dumbass owner that, I don't know. I wasn't alive,
3: but. Wait a minute. I'm the, I'm the idiot here. So if anybody out there goes to a, an apparel or merchandise shop and they buy North Stars apparel as it exists today, the Dallas Stars are I making cash. I think so. That, that would make sense. I think yeah, they are. They own, the, yep. they own
2: the
0: rights to the name. I think they are. I don't know if they have a deal in place where they get some, but I'm North Stars. They sold the naming rights. They own the name. So I think that's how it goes. Which is fucked. So it's like well, I, I, except
2: for the the jerseys you can buy in China. They don't get any of that nope, money. So nope. Stick it to them. Buy your jersey. <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna
0: buy North Stars jersey, buy it in China. Wait a few months. You 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 can get over it. Stick it, it but, to them. But that's uh. That's my bus. Zooch, wrap it up. What are your booming bus right. for the week?
4: My boom is hitting the ball long. Wolf and DeShambeau this week. Oh, if yeah. If you guys watch the U.S. Open. I mean, that seems to be the new thing to do, to, you know, have All success. All the cool kids are doing it. I mean, for God's sakes, DeChambeau, he would just get up there, pull his driver, hit it 350 yards, and have 100 yards in every single hole. It's, Easy game. It's Yeah. I mean... And you saw all those guys getting mad at him, like I saw Lee Westwood tweeted, like, Oh, I remember when this used to be hitting fairways and hitting greens and now you can just put the ball wherever you want. Well I'm like, Hey, it's hit fair. the weight room, Lee. I mean, come on, let's get some extra, you know, yards on that. But uh
3: I, that's my boom well i mean that you know anybody that's complaining about it and lee right. westwood is a good example yeah. is a good golfer and frankly he shouldn't be complaining because golf is one of the most ridiculous sports in terms of you never have oh to win God. but you can make a boatload of cash in the process so but you had to tiger proof courses yep. 20 years ago when he was the one that was hitting it yeah. at 315 and 320 and so now we're exactly. just going through a different process that the you know the the thing with Bryson, Bryson's clearly not as right. good as a Tiger Woods, um, but if he's going to hit it 340 with carry every single freaking time, mm-hmm. that's just a new evolution. So, you know, now, I mean, he's so stacked. And he, What did he win six. by, like, eight He ended up winning by six, six oh, strokes. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
4: yeah. Yeah. It was a. birdie to his final two holes or yeah, something I mean,
2: like that. As you as you say, this is kind of the newest part of the game. Look at TC, TPC Blaine. Before they made that a full time PGA Tour stop, they had to like move tee boxes back yep. fifty yep. yards. They had to buy some of the Bunkers. property across the street they so they bunkies. could expand the golf course. Yep. You got to make the courses harder, mm-hmm. and that's nuts. And you know, if people like Lee Westwood want to be salty about it, it's like, well, buddy, hit the weight room. Uh, yeah, like, you gotta you gotta hit it. <laughs> did you say? Eight? Did you say Bryson put on twenty pounds during it COVID? Was, it was twenty five pounds pure COVID, muscle
4: dude the man came back and he was like humongo well, dude, <laughs> he, what else do you do like a you, boxer? Just, you work out, out there, if you're an athlete i mean, I mean home gym just...
3: well i put on yeah, some yeah, water yeah. Water. i, 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 I put on some have. beer weight but
0: dude, he uh,
4: slams protein drinks he's out there on the oh, course my gosh. oh yeah what is he that did, is
0: almond milk yeah.
2: he did come Spatic back like but, thick yeah like i remember like someone today was or yesterday we were watching it goes he was not. He was not that big. The last time I've seen him on no. TV, I'm like, oh yeah, trust me, I'm in the same boat. Yeah. Like he's big now. It's just a thing. Tiger got big too. Look at the videos of him back when he was our age, skinny. Look at him now. He's huge too, yeah. <laughs> but in a good way. Yeah,
4: in a good way All right, for now. now uh, uh, my bust. We already mentioned it a little bit. It's uh, the Falcons onside kick or onside kick recover team, whatever you want to call yep. it. That was absolutely atrocious. What in the world? Like. Wh- I don't even understand. Do you not practice? Is that not something they practice or like tell their front people to not just go grab the ball? They were watching it for five seconds, and they had seven Falcons players looking at it with their hands on the knees, like, oh, wait, wait, wait. He's going to get it. No, I'm. And then they they just watched him pick it up. I'm like, oh, my God. uh, It's
2: like the White Sox guy. He's like, I'm not Uh, touching that ball. Yeah.
0: I'm surprised someone did just put their hand up and and they just rolled it down. As long as everyone puts
2: their hands up, they don't have to Uh, touch it.
4: I couldn't believe what I was watching. I was like, pick the ball up. Oh, no. And then it was just, yeah, they recovered it. Game over. It's it was, crazy to me. It was just a terrible performance. These are professional, professional football players that have been playing football their whole entire life. Well, you would think you'd have an understanding of the rule. Yeah. And, well, the <laughs> Falcons
0: just, just had a terrible breakdown in that game. That ah. was just the icing on the cake. <laughs> just, I mean, I watched like like a it, repeat so of the this Super is Bowl. so bad. A couple of years oh, ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> dude, weren't they down? Weren't they up 20, 28 3? 28, 28, 28 3.
4: Yeah, you're you're like the Super Bowl? 17 points, too. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. Falcons fans
3: have it rough, too. Yeah, they do the guy that sticks out for me on that and i'll admit as uh, as a moron i did not know exactly what the rule was because and in part of it's like you know right. something but then you second oh, guess yeah. yourself yep. when you see something or hear something to the contrary so i'm watching number 17 it's olamide zacchaeus or <laughs> you yeah. okay number 17. he he watched that thing <laughs> And it just allowed it to trickle by him. What a beautiful kick by Zerline, by the way. And then, and then whoever number number twenty nine is is it's just like his yeah. kids walking for the first time, and he's just oh, he's just walking, the little baby Saunter. Oh, look at you, first steps. It's this beautiful Hallmark moment, and then it just snaps on it. And it, I mean, it was amazing. But they were, I, the Falcons were <laughs> yeah. They all, all collectively the just shit their pants. Deer in the
4: headlights. They're looking at the ball like, oh, can we grab that? I think so, but I don't want to grab it.
3: You know what? No. The Falcons just aren't a good team. The no. Falcons just aren't good. I mean, and whatever, you know, and when they lose, you know, the way they did in that Super Bowl in 2016, yeah. I mean, they haven't been the same since. It's been injuries. They got O-line problems defensively. They're riddled. And, uh, and, and it's just – it's a sign of a – and I, you know – I almost feel hypocritical in some ways because I, I want to be very judgmental about my team, but I see some poorly coached aspects of what the Falcons are doing. So, you know, as seamy as everyone was on the falcons into the season that was one of the things i heard is watch out for these falcons watch <laughs> yeah. out well i'm watching no, and I'm, I'm not
4: watching them watch an onside kick yeah. for like 10 years yeah it is nothing yeah nothing to watch if out doing for. all the watching it's hey, 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 the falcons they're, they're special team they're watching too i mean they're clearly watching themselves i mean shit. just
2: suck well and jake how would how would coach hawk feel if he yeah, saw if he seriously. saw his team do that just stare at it like they like they're not supposed to study the onside kicking rules
0: <laughs> I, I think he would i think he would do a couple more shots he'd clean house and then he would just clean house drunkenly yeah, as he does best, he'd clean house and then he'd clean all the shots out of the block. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> clean everything.
0: <laughs> yep, exactly. But yeah, that was that was ah that was bad. I watched that. I'm like, oh, maybe maybe the Falcons will pull this off at least. And but they just watched the onside kick. I'm like, this is the uh, this is the icing on the cake right, right. here. Yeah, that you, was you ridiculous. It's over
4: and then no, yeah. no, okay. <laughs> no. okay. How okay.
0: Now you give Jerry Jones false hope that his team yeah, is actually yeah. way too good, Jerry Jones, but whatever. Jerry hugs Jerry.
4: in the booth. He's like hugging everyone. Like I'm like, dude, you just
0: you got lucky. Jerry as Jones hell. should be looking old. I, I was joking. Like they were celebrating so much that like they act like they won the Super Bowl. At this point, they should just opt out the rest of the season. Said we're fine with what what just what our season now. Yeah, we're, it's we're only good. downhill from here. We're, we're gonna lose in the we're NFC fine. championship. Yeah, we're fine with what happened. So who cares? But yeah. Well, I, I think I think we we've gone on the, enough here with you, Nordo. and uh, but yeah, we want to thank you again for for coming on the Minnesota Rundown. We really appreciate it, and yeah, honestly, thank you for taking time of your day to come on the show.
3: No, that's awesome, guys. I enjoyed talking with you guys. Nice meeting you virtually, even though yeah. you set up some weird OnlyFans bit where <laughs> you guys can see me. You're, the, I show. Can see you. you're yeah, the show. You're bro. the show. Yeah, uh, you're uh, the no, you're the <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> Uh, it's a pretty bad show. Then I'm sorry for that. Bubba <laughs> uh, no, would I, be happy. I honestly had a blast with you guys. So so it was enjoyable talking with you guys. No yeah, we'll definitely have to
0: do something again in the future. But yeah, again, guys, uh, check out you know Eric Norquist, also known as Nordo, is the producer on the 9 of new show. Producer, the, one. the Mad Producer One on Twitter. Uh, you know, 9 and Doom with Paul Allen on on KFan Radio. But yeah, guys, but also. Wanna thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure to check out uh, you know ten thousand takes, our very own website, ten uh, k takescom dot Twitter at ten k Instagram, ten K takes, Facebook, look us up ten thousand takes. We're on YouTube as well. We're pretty much all over the place, tick TikTok, TikTok, I might, I might do my wet at I might do my wet ass <laughs> pussy
2: rap just for uh, just for Nordo. We'll just, see. Just we'll see. i I. I gotta. I'm gonna take his advice. I'm gonna practice with Ice Ice Baby. That's where we'll yep, start. Go.
0: I think that's a good idea. We should take. The, I think the next time too, when I'm whenever uh, karaoke, I'm doing karaoke again, whenever that may be, um, especially in a pandemic. I don't know, but whenever I'm drunkenly do, uh, drunkenly doing karaoke, I'm doing Ice Ice Baby. That's my next song. <laughs> I'm gonna try How, yeah. it, but I might have to be a little drunk for it. But we'll we'll do it. I have to get away from my.
2: Yeah, or yeah, hammered, yeah, whatever Yeah, what about shit face? Is that <laughs> on? Sh- shit
0: face, that's on the menu what, Why not? Let's do that But anyway, guys Thank you so much for listening I want to thank Norto again for coming on I am, of course, JJ Joined by Bossman and Zooch And we'll have a great week, everybody Thank you so much See you later Peace